Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 352. A good one tonight, I think. We have, uh, we actually have a guest tonight who's filling in for Sean. So Sean technically owes her one because he really wanted to watch the Royal Rumble. So feel free to judge him online over that. But we we also have Josie who will be making her entrance probably in the next 10 minutes or so. She's running a little late. Uh, She has to tell us along with the MVG about Tekken 8. So we'll be, we'll be discussing that. But let me go to our guest here. We have Celia joining us once again. Been on a couple times now, so it's good to have you back. Thank you for having me. You really wanted to talk about the, the PAL world stuff. You, you mentioned that and uh, some of the other <laughs> topics. So should be mm-hmm. should be good. Should be good discussions tonight. We have, uh, of course, OJ was holding up the pre-show. OJ, how are we doing? I mean, good. I've put 30 plus hours into Power World 2, so I think it'll be fun to talk about. All right, good. So you played it, too. All right, good. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know it. a lot of people have played it. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people talk about it. I haven't seen as many people play, who, who have it's, played it. Considering but. how much it's sold, it's interesting. But yeah, like I, I yeah, I put a ton of I put a ton of time into it. OK, good. We got we have MVG over here who's rolling through Tekken right now. So we'll hello. Hello. I've put zero hours into Power World and I plan on keeping it that it's way. It's on Game Pass. <laughs> I saw that you muted and I was like, yeah, I think I I need to do that too. I I I like the game and I mute. I had to mute it on Twitter. I muted it and I didn't even see the Pokemon company's announcement until someone else like linked it to me like secondhand. So that mute thing works well on X. It it. does. Yeah. Just make sure you don't also mute pal world like comma. Yeah, I did that. And 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 pal word because that was another one that was trending. (laughs) I muted all of those and I'm doing good. Also, anytime you see an ad pop up, just block it using the drop down. You'll stop seeing ads. It's great. I do that, too. Uh, Yeah, I miss spellings. Let's see. We got Josie who just popped in. Hello. I'm happy to be here. Good to have Josie here. She's playing Tekken as well. So yes. I got I to hear about this new Tekken game because apparently it, it's it's it right now. So It's excellent. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. And then we have Evan, of course. Yep. Also can't get him to play Power World, which is weird no. because it is, it feels like an Evan game. It's really not. It doesn't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he, you, but it's like, but you, Evan, you like Valheim. Yeah, but it's a whole different game. And I'm still waiting for them to drop Ashlands, which they showed mm. trailer for. So that should be pretty good. Did you play Ark Survival Vault? For like a day uh okay yeah i mean that uh, you're basically just okay <laughs> this is a lot when, of power when we get to the power, power world is almost barely a game like it, it's there's so many things that makes it like i guess we'll talk about it when we get there yeah we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll uh we'll get there but uh now that i have josie and mvg here if you guys wanted to hit us with your tech and eight thoughts while i pull up uh, some of the network member list you guys can go ahead and do that tech and eight's out now 90 on metacritic highest rated in the franchise i believe I no not, not the highest no it's not seven was oh, really no, high yeah. no i think that's tech and uh, tag tech and tag or was it tech and three like a tech dragon is, the, the is, the, is the highest rated in the in the franchise yeah. for that so i got this mixed up tech tech and eight though 90 on metacritic very very strong reviews across the board ton of content apparently here from what people are saying so what are what are what are the thoughts uh josie you got a code for it. you played early mg got a code for it R- real quick john played tech it. and Tekken 3 has a 96. So yeah. Okay. Does, wow. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Tekken 3 is wow. fantastic on the PlayStation 1. Yeah. Fantastic. PS1. Tekken 3. It's a killer app on that on the PS1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I okay. I love Tekken 8 though. I mean, I'm having a good time with it. I'm mostly playing the story mode right now. I haven't really done a lot of other stuff, but the story mode's a lot of fun. It's it's everything you would expect from a Tekken story mode, and it's just carries on the story you know from tekken 7 that it's gone all the way up from now and can i ask you is it is it like a standard 
like arcade story mode where you do a fight there's a cutscene you do a fight there's a cutscene or is there like a map that you go around anything that they've added in there or is there it is like a map there's like a thing that you select at points um it's mostly a traditional story though i mean it's it follows most of what tekken's been doing there's also another single player mode called arcade mode and those are both i think really good especially if you uh like are not super familiar with tekken like if you're trying to jump into it now i think that it's very you know beneficial to check out those modes and learn the ropes of it i've also been playing almost exclusively with special controls right now which i know is kind of lame of me but they've been really fun and it's like a really good way to test out a lot of characters and see who you like and the special controls are basically they're they're the same yeah Yeah, (laughs) they are pretty much but it's like it's like how street fighter has those modes it's just accessibility and stuff so lets you do some cool moves earlier than you probably would be able to pull them off normally and I, I'm having a great time. Okay, okay. It's uh, so mostly single player right now. Is that is that what you're doing, MVG? I've done a little bit of everything. I, I've kind of just gone into every kind of um, facet of the game and kind of given it a, a, a little try. So I started with story mode, and I like it a lot. But I was like, I want to check out like the arcade mode. So I hopped into that, and I really got addicted to that. So I'm playing that right now, and that's a lot of fun. And then I was like, I want to, I think I'm good now where I'm going to jump online and start trying to battle some people in rank matches. Um, I played three matches. I lost two and I won one. So I won one already. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty good. Um, Yeah. So I've kind of just been dabbling with all the different um, modes in the game and all the different characters trying to like it. I've, I've been playing Tekken since like Tekken two on the PS one. Right. I've, I've been playing Tekken for a long time. Um, so, but I haven't been playing Tekken recently, probably for about 10 years, to be honest. So, you know, there's definitely a learning curve to get back into that game and re- relearn how the, you know, the system, the fighting system works. The great thing about the game for me is not only is the, um, you know, there is kind of the, the, the two different control methods, you know, for the kind of traditional old school fighters that, you know, they know what to play. And then there's kind of the new modes as well. I think there's definitely a room for both, but... The cool part about it is it still feels like Tekken, like old school Tekken to me. Like it doesn't feel like they've strayed away from what makes Tekken so, so amazing. So it really just feels so natural picking it up and playing another Tekken game all these years later. Uh, So I'm really enjoying it. I think it deserves, it's 90. I think it's a great game. There is so, there's so much content in this game um, and I'm trying to discover all of it, right? Um, but there is a lot here and it's going to take a while to kind of get through a bunch of stuff. But ultimately, I think I'm just going to settle on, you know, just fighting people online and, and, and just doing, you know, quick matches or rank matches. But overall, great package. I, uh, I recommend it. Um, if you like mm-hmm. Tekken the day and you haven't really jumped in for a couple of years or whatever, give it a try. It's, uh, it's really, really awesome. You and did you have you... the game? Go ahead, Josie. Sorry. Yeah. I was just going to ask, have you checked out the ghost fighting mode? That one's uh, epic. No, I haven't. I haven't seen that one yet. I will check it out, though. So if you lose to somebody, like when you're playing them online, uh, you can fight the, the computerized the avatar of it. Yeah, basically again and figure out what you did wrong, which I oh, think is super cool. cool. Nice. Yeah, I, I haven't tried that. But that's, uh, that's, that's something I'll definitely check out. Mm. Interesting. Is there, are oh, there yeah. a lot of things unlocked in the game? There is. Every time yeah. you win a match um, or you, you complete a stage or something, you'll get like a bunch of fight money and a bunch of unlocks. The, the, dude, I don't know how much content's in this game. And I, I only have the, the base version. And I know there's like the, 
the deluxe version that has more content and there's like another one that has even more content um there is so much in this game and you know you can customize your fighters and all that stuff there's a lot here so yeah it's it's something that um you know if you like fighting games if you like tekken you'll be you'll be invested in this for a while it's really good yeah and we're getting dlc in the spring with eddie gordo thank god mm -hmm. yep. I, feel, I feel like the, the last one is that go ahead OJ. no go ahead Oh, I, I think the last one I really played was Tekken 6, and that was like, feels like it was ages ago at this point. I think it was on the 360 I played that. Yeah, I played Dark Resurrection a lot on the PS3 when that came out. Um, I do like the, the online play is probably one of the most impressive things about Tekken. It's re the netcode is incredibly oh, dude, it's good so from what I've seen. It's oh, super it's smooth. smooth. MVG, what you were talking about with how good it feels to play, I think the thing about Tekken that's always made it kind of stand out is that for a 3D fighter, it's always felt like it has like this sleekness to it, right? Like this yeah. smoothness to the controls. When you mm -hmm. play, it doesn't feel blocky. Like Mortal Kombat yeah. feels a bit stiff, right? Like when you play Mortal Kombat, even Street Fighter feels a bit stiff at times. Tekken has always had this, like, have like this super smooth feeling like when you play it that it just is just different from the other fighting games. So it still retains that, which is awesome. And it's been like that for a long time for Tekken. Like even like the PS1 days, it's felt like that for a 3D fighter. So I think yeah. that's what's uh, the best thing with the online play. I've been watching people play online. It's been incredible. Nobody's really complaining too much about lag or issues. I mean, there's some things with people with dookie connections, but for the most part, if you got a decent connection, man, I mean, it is, it's a great uh, online experience. Yeah. Does, does uh, the I, input delay feel good? Because I, I know with the last round of games that came out, including Tekken for Fighting, like almost every company <laughs> made the delay terrible and then tried to tell everyone it was fine. And then it, it I guess feel, it feels, it feels good. Um, there are a couple of times where I was like, I'm pretty sure I connected mm -hmm. earlier than I thought I did, but most, for the most part, it, it feels pretty smooth. It, Go yeah, ahead. Use the rollback, right? You're, yeah. You're using the, like, the rollback netcode over. Oh, yeah, that's, I think that's the netcode. Yeah. But I know like yeah. Tekken did it, Street Fighter did it. They made the input delay bad, but then told everyone it was fine because it simulated online. Then everyone just yelled at the them. The other thing, it, the other thing it does, and I haven't uh, played like Street Fighter Six online. So oh, actually, I have. I've played a few matches online, but I don't remember this ever in Street Fighter Six. But in this, before you jump online and you get into a ranked match, what it does optionally you can get into a match with the computer and it basically depending on how good you are against like a pretty high level like computer opponent it will then determine what your rank is when you first start an online game if that makes sense so rather than you starting at zero and getting your ass kicked like you know 15 times it kind of ranks you like before um you get into your first match so it kind of evens you out with you know some fairly good you know opponents that are your skill level it's not perfect but i think it's a really interesting way to kind of gauge you know what your skill level is before you kind of get online and, and face some killers and get absolutely bodied yeah you know, street fighter so. does like rank it's like position like ranking like it will you'll but, do a bunch of matches and then you'll get like your status after you've done like the, the test matches and then the reason yeah. when they ask smurf, you though. they ask you where to start which yeah that's super easy to smurf because you can just say you know nothing and then annihilate a bunch of well, no that was the thing. you like, can smurf I was, in Tekken I mean you can smurf in anything but that, that's gonna happen I was kicking the shit out of the computer I was like wait a minute I should hold back and get my ass kicked so I can you know like in Street Fighter I picked the second the lowest rank because I was like I wonder how Sean plays these games and just went through it like that that's a great thing about Tekken like it's it's like playing chess right like if you've seen the like the the, the elites play Tekken mm -hmm. it's fucking incredible how they play the game and for really? me I'm just mashing buttons and trying to pull combos off and stuff but the, the great part about Tekken is for me is that 
even though you're playing online and you're like getting your ass kicked, you always feel like you have a chance to recover and break break out of it and then come back. And sometimes you do. Like sometimes you'll just string together these like like you know six seven um, you know combos and then get like the heat bonus off and stuff like that. And all of a sudden you're back in the match, right? And you got momentum on your side. So the way that they really have balanced it out. Um, Look, you know, I think is is really quite good. So I'm I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Three with rounds game. helps too. Like yes. yeah, the fact that it's three rounds instead yep. of uh, you know two or just like one. You know, so it, it's pretty. Who are it's you manning, cool MVG? So I always used to play as Paul. Um, like typically, <laughs> uh, but I don't like Paul in this one. I don't, I don't know. It feels like, heavy. It feels very heavy, and and Paul's. Yeah. I mean, Paul seems like he's like got the Chris Redfield disease where every time they put him in a new game, he gets like chunkier and chunkier, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like on roids and stuff. Like if you played Paul from like Tekken 2, he's like this like thin guy with a mohawk and stuff like that. Um, so I'm actually playing, what's the the, the coffee lady? Uh, Asuzina? Uh, Akuz- yeah, the remember. new one, right? Yeah, the new one. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. Cool. Like she's, she's like an MMA fighter. She's fast. So I'm like kind of maining her at the moment. But I'm also, you know, experimenting with other characters. What what are you uh what are you playing as? What's your main? I, I picked up Nina and I, I got pretty good with her right now, but mm-hmm. I kind of move around a lot in Tekken, so I don't think I've found my main quite yet. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Visually speaking, the game looks good. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. I think it's yeah. stunning. Yeah, really good. Really good. Graphics this, are incredible. Is this like the big cornerstone you think for Evo? I think so. I mean, games, this, yeah. this this and Street Fighter Six and Mortal Kombat One. I mean, they'll be Street the... Fighter, Capcom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Play> that money. <laughs> <It'll be> Street <laughs> Fighter. <laughs> I mean, Tekken's always at at Evo. Um, it's yeah. like you know the, the Tekken finals are pretty hype most of the time. But oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's sure. going to be Street Fighter Six. Obviously, is the it's, big. It's good though that we finally got this because Tekken is kind of uh, you know if you watch the last couple Evos and stuff, it's kind of like a lot of the same characters that people are using to fight against each other. And now that we have a whole new roster, we'll probably you know bring in, and it's not going to be that old of a game, right? By the time, so people are still going to be figuring things out. The previous Tekken people had already figured out everything, so we kind of already knew what to expect. But now that we have this new game, it's going to be it's super cool watching people play. So it, it's it's hype. What do you think, Evan? You, you, you're going to get in Tekken 8? I've never been in a Tekken. I've always preferred 2D oh, fighters man. over 3D. It, it, it's the same. I have that same issue with them that I do with Mortal Kombat, which is when the fist kind of goes forward and then the person's over here and they still get hit. It's that like weird feeling. And I've always mm. seen it in Tekken and it kind of bothers me. It's just a personal thing, though. Hit the hit, yeah, the hitbox is kind of yeah. like the way that what, they are. I love watching Tekken matches, but then when you got the guy yeah. doing like the uppercut and then the person gets hit and they're like three feet away from him already, but the hit happens and I'm like, hmm. I, I, it, it makes me know that I need to learn that. Like, I'm going to have to sit there and power through and just make sure I got everything in my head before actually wanting to really get into it. I want to go over to which uh, Tekken 8 out now. Good, good reviews. People are happy with it, so check it out. Check it out. Yeah, I do want to go over to the Spawncast Network and recognize some of the producers. We got Achievement Executive Producer John O, of course, Joshua Butts, Mister Joby, William Hogue, and I'll put Trent A in there as one of the producers. And then our sponsor, who's been coming through, actually sponsoring for a few months now, the Game Orb. Make sure you check them out down in the description got a link to their youtube they're also on twitch they do all kinds of gameplay streams as well as explore different conventions and stuff so check them out shout out to the the game orb i do want to go over and i think uh, mvg you you played through death stranding mm-hmm. i played through it uh, evan played through it Death stranding yeah 
Okay, good. All right, good. Good, good. So at least half of us. I don't know if Celia, you played Death Stranding at all or not, or if it wasn't your game. Like an hour. Oh, okay, there we go. Not my thing. <laughs> no, okay. Okay. Well, the Death Stranding, uh, Death Stranding 2 title got revealed by D-Labs, but they also revealed a remaster that's coming to the PS5, and now it's kind of lining up, and people believe that there is a state of play that's probably happening in the next uh, week or two. So probably either to close out January or to start up February. Death Stranding 2's title, which I don't think is going to be a... I don't think it's a spoiler, really. I feel like if uh, people play enough of it, they would understand it. Like, MVG is going to understand the title as soon as I read it. Same with Evan. Death Stranding 2 on the beach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> still don't know what this game is exactly. Kojima probably working on a, uh, a trailer or has finished a trailer and submitted it. I feel like this is a game coming out this year. I think it's a 2024 release. And I, I feel like we're going to see a trailer and we're still not going to know what's happening. But I feel like it's not going to be a game where we deliver packages. They already it's said it was different. like a departure in gameplay. Yeah, so, I think it's very different. So that could be that could be good or bad. I don't know. For, I, I'm always like unsure when they try to do these direct sequels. But the title, okay, on the on the beach. I curious, curious if we're if we're going around maybe destroying stuff rather than connecting stuff. And then mm. the remaster until dawn. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. <laughs> so like until dawn game. is getting a remaster. But it's a good. By the way, it's a good game. It's a good you game. know what I realized? I thought about this. It's from 2015. It's a nine-year-old game. Oh yeah. I didn't realize that until I looked it up. I was like, wow, it really was that long ago. Oh, my gosh. So it's uh once it gets to that decade mark, I'm like, eh, all right, I did fine. I mean, it's from last gen, but still, it technically works on the PS5 right now, but. They're doing a movie, I believe, for it for Until Dawn. So I don't really know how that I mean, it basically is a, a movie or series, so I guess it'll translate well enough. But we already have uh, other games or other movies that will, are probably better. But either way, Death Stranding 2 title Until Dawn state of play. Excitement. No, <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel like people have yeah. been waiting for Sony to do something and now we're hearing about the state of play. So Looking at their 2024, it's a lot of uh, a lot of third party games coming through, uh, third party studios, I should say, coming through. I don't really see anyone excited for Helldivers too much, which is a shame. I'm going to play it, but it looks cool. I can't get anyone else to play it. <laughs> oh, I can't get it anyone looks, to play this game. <laughs> it looks cool. Like it, it, it looks like it's going to be a cool game. They had that stupid trailer with those voices, like that stupid fake voice acting or whatever that they were doing. But outside of that, it looks it actually looks really good. You want to hear a take, John? Mm hmm. For the right, holiday, I got uh -huh. a copy of Forspoken for like 20 bucks or something, right? Okay. I really like Forspoken. What, so, is, what, is, what, what happened there? Like, I think it's, I mean, it's not like, an, uh, you know, uh, an, I'm, a 90 I'm going to tell you as somebody who played it from launch. But it's a good It was game. bad at launch. They've it, patched it, it a bunch of times since then. Egg, I, exactly. I haven't gone back to it, but I think it's better now because of it. It's, like it was, it. but the the gameplay itself was always okay. It was just the the the, the dialogue, they, yeah, was, the story, the story, the delivery. story and dialogue was cringeworthy. And then also the performance wasn't necessarily great for hey, this is a big PS5 game, kind of empty world. But the combat was always okay. This is one of the good things. It was just a lot of the stuff surrounding it. Patched it up and actually it plays and looks better, runs better, everything's better with it. Not at this point, but at launch. I think it was justified, but yeah, I, I mean, I've played it since then too. I still think that there's some, you know, things about it, but overall, especially for 20 bucks, it's a, it's a phenomenal game. 
I'm into it. I haven't gone back to it since then. Maybe I will, MVG, when I get a chance. Maybe I'll just fire it up again and see where we are. Because I, I I think I played like 10 hours of it. The game's not long, so I'm, I think, more than halfway through it then. <laughs> but mm. uh, maybe I'll try to get just see how the patches ran through it. So, But state of play, probably more, believe it or not, probably more third-party stuff. So we'll, we'll see in about 10 days, I think. We're, we're expecting these announcements, according to D-Labs, in the next 10 days which tells me this is I think both of these are in a state of play. So more third party stuff, most likely waiting for Sony to get the showcase going with the first party stuff. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm looking for. Do we not already have a Death Stranding PS5 edition? We do. Hey. We do. Well, it's uh, we do. <laughs> with Death, they have Death Stranding director's cut where they move that to the PS5. They added some additional content and then they did stuff with visuals and frame rate and stuff. This is this is the sequel, Death Stranding 2, that we're, we're going over. Right, but... Yeah. Okay, okay. But you said... You said that they're remastering Death Stranding for the PS5 or something. Did you say that before? Uh, remastering Until Dawn. Oh, Until Dawn. Okay. Yeah. Until Dawn until is, Dawn is, is the remaster in this cycle. Yeah. Okay, so I was super confused. That makes sense. Oh, no, they, they both got kind of mixed up because I think D-Labs discovered both of these and... I don't necessarily want to put out how D Labs gets their stuff, but I, I I feel like they can view certain I don't say retail listings, but inventories and certain media uploads online, and I, I feel like they they've seen both of these and they're assuming they're going to be announced in the next two weeks. Well, now ten days since they put that out there, so there's an Until Dawn remaster that's getting announced. There's Death Stranding two with this title reveal and new trailer, and it's like okay, where would both of these be for Sony at once? probably a state of play so mm -hmm. yeah I, I don't I, I don't have any interest going back to until dawn i wasn't as into it i think as other people when it came out nine years ago but there you go sony's uh, a lot of remasters <laughs> a lot of remasters hitting right now uh death stranding though weird game i still recommend people at least attempt it so celia at least you tried it yeah. for an hour <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, i'm just not into the whole micromanaging like every single thing it just gave me anxiety and like the whole delivery thing maybe if this one if it's like he's delivering uber eats or whatever that <laughs> he's is, door dashing I'll look it better. yeah <laughs> like you know, I, I vibe with that steal a couple fries yeah. yeah i don't know i feel like this one is gonna be like the this death training the first one was more about uh bringing the world back together and it was kind of more of a world. reconnecting yeah that was the idea, right? It, I, it was kind of more of a positive message at the end of it, really. Uh, I think this one's going to be much more negative. I feel like it's yeah, going to be more like... Should we have reconnected was the punchline. we have reconnected? And now it's like, oh... Because apparently Kojima rewrote the entire thing during the pandemic. So uh -oh. he accidentally predicted oh. the pandemic. And then he was like, oh, well, it was all going on. And was like, let me rewrite this. So now he's probably predicted something else in the future. He keeps doing that with his, his games. So... I uh, love oh, that for curious us. What it is. Curious. <laughs> let's, all right, let's go to, we'll talk about Power World now. Power World is, I don't even know what to just call it at this point. It's a, it's an online sensation. Eight million copies have sold so far on Steam. Like Steam alone. Apparently that those are just Steam numbers is what they're sharing. Eight million copies. I guess they can track it in maybe more real time than they can on Xbox or something. Um, but 8 million sales and they've shown the concurrent player count has jumped over 2 million, which is the second highest we have on steam to date. Uh, it's just, it's behind PUBG, which PUBG crossed the 3 million mark when it was going crazy. By the way, that game ended up selling how many copies before it was all done. It was, it was a significant amount. Wasn't oh, it? PUBG. PUBG. 
Yeah, I don't know if you have like because if you look at just the best sold games of all time, it's on that list. Uh, so I know it's like some crazy number, which makes me think Power World will probably climb to that neighborhood at some point. But as of now, eight million copies sold. It's gone under a ton of a ton of arguing back and forth online. The Pokemon Company even released a statement around this thing and said that they're going to investigate or at least they, they'll look into it more just to see because there are some wild allegations getting thrown around for this thing. Celia, you were very you were very interested in this. You got actually you were kind of excited when I when I showed you some of the topics. You're like, I can talk about that. Power for, World. For, OK, for, yeah, real uh, quick, though, real quick, though, for PUBG uh, on Steam by 2020, it was 15 million, but there was 80 million was thrown around as a more recent number. There you go. So, I, yeah, I think Power World's going to do end up with all said none, some crazy numbers. <laughs> go, go ahead, Celia. Well, yeah, no, I'm just really curious. Uh, just like surrounding the whole controversy about the game. Um, obviously, everything is all alleged. It's people accusing on Twitter. Um, Pokemon acknowledged it. But like the the discourse that a lot of people have been having, like, oh, it was announced during the Game Awards. And if Nintendo or Pokemon Company could stop it, like they would have. Um, but what I'm actually curious about is that, okay, so... When money is not involved, it's very easy for them just to cease and desist. But like, let's say that they actually did take assets from the game. There's no fair use or anything of the sort in Japan. That doesn't exist. So once, you know, it's broken records, I'm really curious, like if there is something like, are they gonna just black bag the whole company? Like, what would that look like? And like moving forward, what precedent would it show for people who heavily lean into inspired games? So like if there is something, it's it's gonna help like I feel like I guess my conspiracy is that it's it's gonna change how inspired games are just for how much they can slam dunk it if there is any assets there. Yeah, that okay, so that's po Pocket Pair is the studio behind it. They've done they did Craftopia. They did Never Grave, which I think that's the game that people put next to Hollow Knight, if I'm not mistaken. And it looks yeah. it looks really, really close when you put them side by side. So this studio certainly takes a lot of, we'll say, inspiration from other games to make their games. In that case, though, that is a good point. What if assets were pulled, like outright copied, as you're saying, and put into this, but it's already sold 8 million copies? Like, how does that work if they win and the game has to basically disappear? Do they go into people's libraries on Steam and take the game back? No. I feel like everyone would lose the license. Um, so yeah, it would technically, I think people would get the refunds. Obviously, I can't speak for Steam or like any type of case with this is going on. So I'm just speculating. But uh, yeah, everyone just get a little refund. What I'd be more curious about would be the minimum guarantee or whatever deal that um, Game Pass did with, with them. Oh, because this is tied point. into a lot more things. And like, let's say that like they did take the assets like, you know, their lawyers aren't dumb. So, OK, let them do all the sales because there's some real money there. So it, it would they would go for it everywhere. Um, and then it'd be like losses hurt to brand everything. So I don't know what else would happen, but it would be a shit show. Yeah, the, the number that have sold and the amount of money that's getting thrown around right now with this game is I'm sure that's having Nintendo and the Pokemon company like really notice. They've already had to issue a DMCA for a mod that just put Pokemon in the game. So they're definitely mm -hmm. aware of, of this game outright, even before they made that statement, obviously. But the fact that they made a statement, they didn't name Pal World probably just because they didn't want to give them any recognition or press. 
but it was very clear they're talking about Power World in that uh, they were going to look into it and investigate. And I wonder how many emails they got about this thing, because based on social media, there's a, there's a lot of a lot of they, a lot of Twitter detectives out there. <laughs> they I saw personally, like I I mean I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys have saw it too, but I saw the uh people comparing the models. There is a pal that literally looks exactly like Luxray, but the the Gen 4 Pokemon. I know what they were saying. Like, Recently they said though that the the comparisons were slightly adjusted, but everything I've read about that is that they were just scaled, which literally just mm -hmm. means you make something smaller or larger, but for some reason mm -hmm. Because of that, everyone's like, they faked it. But it's like, if you just increase the 3D model's size and then make some adjustments to it, it's the same thing. Like, you, I don't, I don't know. It's just been yeah, weird. Yeah, so, I mean, the thing is, there's there's a lot of Pokemon. Like, I, I play a lot of different type of Pokemon games, like the Nexomon and the, uh, you know, there's lots of stuff that's out there. Uh, this is by far the only one that I've played where I'm like, Yo, this looks like exactly like or very close to so many of the different like, you know, um, models, you know, in terms of like, like I said, Luxray, there's other ones, there's like a penguin in it that's exactly like Piplup or so similar to uh, Piplup and some of the other ones. And, you know, there's other games that are like that. So, I mean, if they did steal them, that would suck because I really like I like Power World and I think that the um this has like huge 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 potential right like to be such like, like a big game because like i said before like i, I mean i kind of alluded to it. this is like barely a game right now it's kind of just like a concept you just there's just mm -hmm. a bunch of You're right yeah empty areas and you just run around and you just shoot things and collect treasure chests that do nothing and you fight bosses and like there's no dialogue there's just little research journals there's no like real like after you beat a boss nothing happens like they just oh you beat the boss you got this thing and like they just like kick you out of the the place right there there's no like there's there's not like a story set up with the bosses so it's barely a game at this point so i mean uh it would suck if that happened i don't think it will you know i don't i don't think that they're going to take them down or i i don't think it's going to happen but i mean like i, I wouldn't want it to because i think that there's so much potential um in in uh powell and how it plays uh, the only thing that I also want to add to um, is that this game's not like Pokemon. Like in terms of gameplay, it's not really like Pokemon. It's it's a crafting survival game. So I know there's a lot of comparisons, and I get that because of the looks. But gameplay wise, if you like Pokemon or you like the competitive battling of Pokemon, that is not going to be the same as this game. This game doesn't even have PvP right now. They're going to add it in later. Pokemon's always been about PvP from the very beginning, um, you know, and it was somewhat balanced for that. This game doesn't even have that right now. It's they're, they're adding it, but it's not in right now. I mean, you attack as your own player. You level up your own stats as a player. Um, it's a complete action RPG. There's a bunch of whole like base building and crafting and survival things that have nothing to do with what how Pokemon operates or plays. So I, I think there's also that. Some people think it's like, oh, it's a direct, you know, type of Pokemon game. And it's like, no, not really when you when you play, you know, both games. Right. You know? It's it's like it's you know what it kind of reminds me of the early days of Minecraft when that was like, I mean, it was barely a game as well, and then it just evolved over time as they mm -hmm. built on top of it. I kind of think that's what we're seeing here is they they have a bunch of concepts they pulled from all these different games. Mm -hmm. Like people mentioned mm -hmm. Ark, Pokemon. Zelda's, in, Zelda's in there, Elden Ring's Zelda, Elden Elden. it's, it's yeah. weird, they have all these games, they mashed it together, and I should be, like, looking at this game and giving it a 4 out of 10 or something, like, it, it's so, <laughs> shoot, like, the, it, the, it's so obvious that it's, like, stuck together with popsicle sticks and Elmer's glue, and, but it, it's weird, because it, it is fun, it is a fun yeah. game, and it's, it's hard to describe to people why it's fun, and I think that's one of the other things people are having a hard time grasping with this game, it's like, it shouldn't be as fun as it is, but it's, it's a game that does a really good job, I think, with the carrot on a stick approach, 
like where you're yeah. always working towards the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, getting stronger, building a base, catching more of these pals. And uh, that's I, I feel like that's the big reason why people are basically just addicted to the game. And like, that's why you see the concurrent player count so high it's because it keeps pulling you along and it does it pretty well. And it doesn't the thing I don't like about survival games. And I don't know if it's just me, but when they get too like too focused in and in the weeds with some of the stuff where you have to worry about like it's one thing to worry about if your character's hungry and you just eat something and it fills up a bar when you worry about thirst as well and then you worry about like your character gets sick or gets like the cold and starts sneezing because they're too cold or like you get into all these little things around survival it's just i don't know i just kind of i just kind of zone yeah. out and stop my world has that too though with the pals but, well, to where to where they're like your main character, like if you go off the edge of a cliff and it's 20 feet instead of 10 feet and you break your leg, you now have to go splint it and do all these other things to like I, you don't run into any of that in the game that I've seen. Like when you get yeah. really detailed with some of that stuff, I'm like, ah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it doesn't have that. But like, let's say like at your base, right? After some time, if you overwork your pals, they can get sick. They can have like um like some type of sickness or they can like have like a minor injury they can fracture their leg or like break their leg like there there are varying levels but it's not that bad because you can simply just switch them out with a different pal yeah that's right? what i'll do i'll just switch them in It'll yeah kind of... you just switch Wait, them out. out can pals die yes yeah you, you can butcher yeah, them for i killed four of stuff. them today yeah you, you can butcher you can there's an item that you can use to um if you use that like item, a meat cleaver yeah, it's like a meek. It'll just butcher the, and they'll never come back. You can also capture yeah. other trainers and do the same. Yeah, <laughs> and you can capture other. Yeah, you can capture other like MP, For example, like it's one a, cool thing you can do is you can capture like a merchant and then just have the merchant at your base, so you always have like a traveling merchant like at yeah. your base. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> it is a really funny concept because you walk out in the field. The first thing you do, right, is you get a stick, and then you have this realization that to catch a pal, instead of just try to throw the the sphere at it or whatever you weaken it by just beating it over the head with a stick <laughs> so you just walk out shit. there and they're sheep too it's like the little sheep type pals or whatever you just walk out there and start clubbing them and <laughs> then you catch them that way so it, it is quite violent actually when you really get down to it but i mean somebody's got to do it so. somebody's gonna make like a bloody gory version of power not a, like an actual separate game they're like hey this is like the super m-rated version like super super like m-rated version of pal world like where no there's blood and gore because this game has no like blood or any yeah, type of no. even, like in none of that so somebody's gonna make something like that it, it 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 definitely tries to skirt like the comedic aspect to it where you even though you're walking in with like a spiked baseball bat it's like it has like the the pal like effects and stuff so it's, it tries to be funny about it uh, and it's just ridiculous looking because eventually you do get to the point where you have bazookas and machine guns and like your little pals there's one ability on the tree that you unlock and then you just hand like the little green little monkey monkey yeah. guy you just hand it it's like all right cool i unlocked it here's an ak-47 it's like yeah okay. he, yeah so I he walks around and stands guard with it what's his tansy i think that's what his name yeah. is i'm trying to it's remember the funny. name yeah i think his name is tansy uh yeah tansy tansy has a uh, has like an ak-47 have you read his entry like his journal no. entry it's freaking it's freaking hilarious it's like something like yeah they were all cool and everything until they learned how to use machine guns <laughs> it's, so it's, it's, pre it's pretty, pretty funny, funny. Yeah. yeah it's pretty oh. like all the different like uh the lore kind of the lore behind it is it's somewhat interesting but yeah like other pals can have like rocket launchers you can give them all sorts of stuff like, based on like their ability right so it's it's pretty cool mvg is this one of the few games that's released recently that 
makes you feel old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> this is one yeah, of those games it, where it, I feel like it comes out and you're like, I don't get it. Yeah. This game is just going to come and go, um, and I'm not going to understand anything about it. That's okay, because I got Tekken 8, so I'm good. <laughs> Tekken 8 is probably a better game. It's probably it's more of a game and it's a better game. This game is so strange. It like it just keeps compelling you to play, even though, like I said, it's it's bare bones. It's kind of you know minimum, but like the base building stuff is cool. Like the uh, you know like like the way that you can breed. You can breed in this game. There's eggs. Like you can incubate them and like get new pals that way. Um, you know, so you can kind of like customize things to your liking. Plus, also having like that's like pretty okay, solid like shooting mechanics. You know, like the shooting mechanics feel they should be. Yeah, yeah. The shooting mechanics feel pretty good, like dodging and all that. Like it kind of has like the Z targeting. Well, not quite Z targeting. No, no, I shouldn't say that. But it kind of has like you can like dodge in different directions. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 good. Like I think it's solid. Like I'm looking forward to seeing what the game is gonna be like, let's say two or three years from now. That's what's good. Yeah, that's what I check in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I feel like MVGs wanna play it because what's that? Oh, sorry. Have they given a timeline of when it would be like the full release? They, they roadmap, give it a roadmap, but no timeline. No timeline, but there's a roadmap of what they're going to add. And also, I, uh, this, the AI is absolutely moronic. Like the human AI, like the raids, they're really stupid. So they did say that they're going to fix that as like, that's like one of their urgent things because the AI in this game is just bad. It's just just not very good AI at all. So a lot of the humans in the game are just stupid. Um, when they try to raid your base, they can't even get up the cliff. Um, they get stuck on things very easily. Like it just glitches out. So like, yeah, the raids are not challenging at all right now. Like when somebody raids your base, it's just, it doesn't matter. You can just grab your fox sparks and just turn it into a flamethrower and just kill them all in like one one little yeah, go. So, so when they, they're yeah, they need to fix in that. their planned future updates, they PVP raid bosses for end game content, Pal Arena, which is PVP for pals, and they mentioned crossplay and basically bringing the Xbox version up to parity with the PC version, which is actually kind of funny because so, it's. Uh, unless they changed it recently, I heard that the Game Pass version on PC was running at a lower uh, version number than the Steam version, so they couldn't even play with each other for a while there. I yeah. don't know if it's still going so on that way. I, I'm not sure. I I'm not sure how all that works between Steam and I don't. MVG is like the what's the the process to get things certification green, like, not greenlit but certified between steam yeah. versus xbox i, I not think, even xbox game pass really? on pc game pass like, yeah. yeah so the difference is with steam once your game is approved on steam um you can basically it's the developer can push updates anytime they want to they can basically just push them out there the the, the difference is because it's PC Game Pass, it still has to go through Microsoft certification yeah. process for Xbox. So they have to submit patches. They have to get certified. There is a backlog of games that are they're currently in certification. So there's always a wait time. So that's probably why they're not in sync with each other. Yeah. Mm. I played it on Xbox for about three hours or so. And I was just like, eh. You know, <laughs> like it's a bit, it doesn't quite look like what they're showing. And then I bought it on PC. I bought it on Xbox. I bought it for thirty dollars on Xbox, and then I bought it again on PC. Um, but yeah, the twice. PC versions. Yeah, yeah, I bought it twice, but it's only it's only it's it was only twenty seven dollars on PC. Yeah, they so. they discounted it again. Yeah. Like it was down. To, it was already thirty, and they discounted it down to like yeah. twenty seven or something. So, so I mean, for me, I was just like, whatever. I want to try the game out. And yeah, the PC version is definitely like it's actually got me playing games on my PC, which I never really do, but I, I've been playing it just only on PC, and it's 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 uh, much better on there for me at least. 
Okay. So it's Power World. MVG probably doesn't want to try because he's afraid he'll get addicted to it and play it all the time. So no, I, I understand MVG. What? <laughs> I no. get it. It's I get you it. know, it's not my game. I'm an old boomer. I don't give a shit about Power World, John. Come on. You don't play Pokemon, it's, though. I'll give you that. Like, it's not like you're like, I play Pokemon all the time, and I'm not going to play Power World. So, can't even get you to. What was the last Pokemon game you played, MVG? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Um, Rag out. Uh, uh, no, I didn't play Legends. I played Sword and Shield, and it was fine. That was the last okay. game I played, I think. Okay. I was thinking it was even before then. That's not bad, Sword and Shield. Okay. Yeah, I tried right. Sword and I got caught up in the hype with that game. It was all right. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's go over to... Let's talk about the, the Microsoft stuff that's happened here. They announced layoffs totaling 1,900 employees across their gaming division. And it's quite a... It's, quite a few people like in terms of each division that was affected mike yabara blizzard president is out he's gone i don't know what happened there that obviously he was redundant, some kind of man. internal struggle or something it was sound a little weird based on what was kind of mentioned on social media i don't know uh but with that the internal activision blizzard customer support team it's all laid off according to uh, jess corden we also had Xbox departments for physical game publishing was consolidated or shut down. It sounded like they were taking less focus off of physical Xbox games technically being published. Sledgehammer Games lost 30% of its staff. Toys for Bob lost 30% of its staff. Treyarch, Infinity Ward, Raven, Solid State Studios, Beanox all had layoffs. So pretty much all the Call of Duty and Call of Duty support teams had, uh, had some layoffs. It was not a great end of the week for microsoft in terms of announcements for that so it's uh, a lot of, a lot of questions there around that that merger now of course coming up although i will say a lot of companies did grow very quickly over the last couple of years not great when you announced almost two thousand people getting laid off and then your president at blizzard just leaving especially so, right after they bought activision and they're worth yeah trillion. and they're worth three also, trillion yeah, I was going to say, it's uh, also to point out when they were closing the stock market that day, Microsoft did end up crossing over the $3 trillion mark. Not enough money. <laughs> Not enough redund redundancy. Redundancy. It's evil. Like, I, I'm so mad for, like, fellow people in the industry. Like, when they're doing the merger, everyone knows the mergers, there's layoffs. Like, it, it happens. But the level that they did, and even, like, in their internal teams... And, and physicals, like, I understand physical purchases have gone down, but, like, the entire team, everyone, are they just saying lol JK on everything physical now? I don't know. They're probably outsource. I think they mentioned they might outsource it now is the idea. Maybe those people can form their own company outside of Microsoft <laughs> well, and get the I'm, contract. That does, that does make me wonder about Microsoft's physical sales even more. We already kind of thought it might have been, like, a 85-15 split. I think Nate and I were talking about that at one point. Uh, but I, I do wonder if it's even like worse. Well, not worse, but like more digital favorite than that. Then you see, Probably. you hear that they are cutting down their publishing branch and it's like, okay, that's, that's a little strange. I, I don't know how it goes with limited run because even at times I noticed they don't even have Xbox versions of games and it's like, Oh, no. okay. That's interesting. It, it, uh, it depends. Um, depends on, on, on the partner we work with. It depends on the IP, like Jurassic Park, for example, that came out on Xbox. Yeah, MG's a limited run. That's right. It's, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, it's Jurassic Park, right? But like other games may or may not see Xbox. Um, it's really up to the partner as well. You know, they, they also dictate um, the revenue splits and all that stuff. So we, 
we try to get it on Xbox when we can, but in some situations, it just doesn't make sense. Like we we will lose literally we'll lose money on the deal if we if we go commit to Xbox. So that's that's just the way it is. This, by the way, twenty five days in twenty twenty four, and there's been nearly six thousand video game layoffs so far. Jesus, just this year. And I think it'll probably get uh, actually worse. So it's uh, not going to get any better. I think. Um, usually like with layoffs, like when contracts end, it is usually through the January through March period. So like with that said, in the extremes that we are having now, it's, it's just, it's going to get, I feel like we're at a triple A crash and like, mm -hmm. that's been a sentiment on Twitter. That's been a pretty present. So I don't know. I'm, I'm just really worried for the industry and I'm so sad for everyone. Hmm. I'm a little, yeah, I'm a little confused at Microsoft's move with the Call of Duty studios in particular. I know Activision Blizzard and they they merge in with Microsoft and uh, sure, they're, when mergers happen, layoffs happen. I th we pretty much see that every time. I was a little surprised to see them shedding so many seemingly uh, just staff, so much staff from these studios and it was brought up online and I, I'm not sure about their sourcing necessarily, but there's concerns that Microsoft might move to their contracting strategy that they have with like uh like 343 runs through this quite a bit where they do contractors and they bring them in for a certain time and then Microsoft does this across their uh their company where they don't want to necessarily have you full time as like a company employee just as a contractor and they do that in game development as well and there's concerns that that might be the strategy they take with Call of Duty which I feel like would be a really bad idea that's just me from the outside cuz Call of Duty has come out every single year and it would be odd to keep cycling contractors for that kind of stuff at that level. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's a good idea. Listen, this is, you know, Celia, you're absolutely right. This is a very, very sad time uh, in the industry right now. And honestly, as someone that does work for a company that is owned by Embracer, I literally every fucking day wonder if today's my last day, to be honest. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sugarcoating it. Like that's how bad things are. That's how bad developers feel right now. Like they wake up in the morning, they go to work and they think, is today my last day in this industry? That's, that is a really, really dangerous and just horrible mental state to, to be in. But that's the reality of the situation. The thing that's really frustrating to me is that with this Microsoft thing, and I'm not picking on Microsoft specifically, but we are talking about them. There was obviously Riot Games as well that happened earlier this week, uh, which was, there was a lot of people from Riot Games also got let go. Um, but I think overall as an industry, if the answer here is to make good games that sell, then why are entire teams being let go and not being assigned to other projects? Why isn't Microsoft assigning the Toys for Bob people that the 30% and allocating them on other projects that they clearly have that they're working on right now. That's the part that I just don't understand. And the difficult thing that I really struggle with right now is, yes, uh, last year was a fantastic year for video games themselves, right? We had some amazing quality games that came out last year. And we've already had some really good games that have started 2024. And there's gonna be some great games that come out this year as well. but. What you have to remember is all these games started development about four, five, six years ago. So I'm really, really worried what the future, the next, you know, in four or five years from now, 
what the game's landscape is going to look like because we've had nothing but constant layoffs and it's going to catch up with the industry. We're losing so many incredible future games that, that we don't even know about that are being cancelled. And, you know, it, it's just the thing right now is that the industry is all they are banking on is sure things like licensed IPs. Have you noticed that, you know, we've got Indiana Jones, we've got Blade, we've got Insomniac. Apparently all they're doing right now is Marvel licensed games for the next 10 years. We've got Blade. All this to, you know, attempt to grow profits once again. So I think it's really, really, um, it's a really, really unfortunate situation we're in. And honestly, John, I'm, I'm worried. Like I, I think there is a bubble that is is bursting right now with AAA games. I think it can't sustain itself. And this is one of the side effects of that. I Unfortunately, human labor is is the thing that always gets cut first, you know, above and beyond anything else. And look, I am, I am very, very curious to see how this year goes. I think things will get worse before they get better. I think things will get better eventually. Uh, maybe in the, you know, second half or Q3 of this year, things will start to, you know, rise again. But right now, things are really, really bad. Um, and I honestly, I can't see an end to it, at least in the short term. Mm. Echo more of what you said. Sorry, I'm just jumping in again. I've like, obviously a lot of personal feelings about this, but um, yeah, I feel like the games industry in general, we're, we're mirroring the movie industry. You notice there's always like, oh, they're remaking this movie and this movie and this classic take, and it's the two, three, four, they're, they're just serializing IPs. Um, because the video game industry is, you know, it's gotten so expensive, they're not willing to take risks. So we're we're gonna lose all innovation in games if it keeps on going this route. And with the layoffs that are happening, I'm um, one thing that's it's gonna happen. Okay, so layoffs happen occasionally, but since it's so many company and it's thousands of jobs, like Sega announced that they were hiring and it was six positions, uh, and that's not gonna band aid all the people that are looking for work. And of those positions, if you look at the people that are laid off, there a lot of people are senior level. It's it's not like first in, first out. It's it's everybody. So desperate people that need work and need to feed their families and their livelihood are gonna take lower paying jobs uh that would be in mid-tier or maybe even like like starting for the games. And so it's it's going to get rid of new talent that mm -hmm. would have entered the gaming industry and really made a difference in the future. It's like a lot of the people that have been there for 20 years, you know, how much longer are we going to work in the industry? You know, we're like, you know, we're older, you know, it's like in, in 10 years after that, you know, you're going to retire and there's going to be a weird gap. I'm just like really terrified of like what's going on because it's not just the immediate of everyone being, you know, scared and, and losing their livelihood. It's it's what's going to happen in the next 10 years. I agree. Yeah, it's it's really, really sad right now. Um, things will get better. I think they will. I, I really do believe that, but it's going to. It's going to get worse, I think, before it gets better overall. Mm. I I do wonder because if we see this many like, these many people like leaving from layoffs, do they just do they try to find another job in gaming, or they just they just leave gaming? And like, do we just have a max exit of just talent? Some some people I know have left the industry. I don't know what the percentage is. I mean, people, you know, if they are if they work in the game industry, then they probably want to stay in there. But there are some people that I know that have left. And here's one thing I will say: if you are someone that um like knows how to write code and stuff like that, then you can kind of move around, right? You can't you don't have to work in the game industry. You can work like in the business sector. You can work you can pretty much do anything as if you have, you know, if you know how to write software, right? Um, so 
but there are other others in the game industry that aren't so fortunate where they have you know specific um you know talents and specific like skills specifically designed for video game development and they're the ones that really i feel for the most because they're kind of stuck in this industry and you know right now like yeah you know there are other companies that are hiring but there's no mass hirings going on right now. Like no one is like, you know, like wanting to hire a whole team of, of, of people for new projects. You don't really hear about new studios spitting up right now and hiring new talent. It's really just one of those situations where you really just have to, uh, you have to make decisions, you know, to take care of yourself, take care of your family, whether that means you stay in the industry or you get out or you, you know, you relocate or you move somewhere else. I don't know, but like there are a lot of people that have been uprooted by, by layoffs and yeah, look, it just sucks. I mean, you know, it, it really is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems, seems like every, every week we just get an announcement for more layoffs. So you, you said Celia between January and March is when a lot of the contracts run up and stuff. So I guess we'll, I guess we'll just uh, see what happens in the coming weeks. But I'd like to think we're, we start seeing less of this, but I don't know. I feel, I feel like we we still have a few more of these announcements coming. So do either stuff. like Celia or MVG, do you guys feel like AI has played any sort of a role in this? Um, it's hard for me to answer that because we don't use AI where I work in, in really any capacity, but mm-hmm. there are obviously studios that do use it, you know, as part of their daily workflows, right? Um, so I don't really have any firsthand experience to kind of formulate a, a real answer to that because we don't use it at all. So yeah, I, I, I don't really, mm-hmm. I can't really say. Celia, do you have any, anything to add or do you have any take on that? I haven't heard anything through the grapevine. Um, I feel like maybe in five years then it'd become a problem, but right now, like, I don't, I don't really think so. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. Okay. Do we think uh, after seeing the the entire, well, most of the division consolidated or or, or shut down for Xbox physical games, does it, does it kind of feel like we are on the uh, basically on the the edge of this stuff, just like further physical games, retail and stuff? just going away like it yeah. I, I still believe that the next generation for playstation and xbox are just not going to have disc drives at all i disagree 26 to 2028 okay i you think, think i think i think playstation will only because okay. i know in, in japan physical is still you know very very big right um and sony is a japanese company so i think sony and nintendo they're going to be good for a while xbox on the other hand john i think you know, that, that adorably old digital leak that we saw with the mid-season Series X that didn't have a disk drive. got to work on that catchphrase. All, all of a sudden, that's that, that is starting to feel quite real now, isn't it? A lot of people kind of said, oh, this is probably just some spitballing. Um, you know, it's not up to date. But now that you think, now that we look at this, the consolidation of their physical, you know, department... And and the fact that if you walk into a Target, like if you look at the Xbox section, it's literally, you know, like three feet wide now. There's like not much, not much, you know, storefront. Um, it, it, every, all signs point to they are going to go all digital. Yeah, I mean, it, it's happening. There was no physical games at Best Buy with the exception of Nintendo Switch. I think there was a few PlayStation games, but they're really 
wasn't anything and the the best buy in my area it's a high performing one it's not one of those like broke ass best buys right where they're like like it's a high performing one so they're not gonna get rid of that one anytime soon people go there and buy stuff and there was like so i i'm just echoing what mvg saying like it seems like physical for xbox is definitely done because i didn't see any physical games there at all um and i think the report that came out i know you covered it too john and you guys maybe saw it, uh less than 10 percent of all the physical games sold in the U.S. was Xbox platforms, so it's people aren't buying. Game Pass is essentially rooted out. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it feels like Microsoft's end game is just to get an app on everything, and try to get yeah, your stream it all exactly. anyway. And Microsoft yeah. doesn't, you know, they don't print as many copies. Even like when they were trying to do like a couple of years, like, there's less copies of Xbox games when they do get printed. You know, um, it's just physical just seems to be just dying on that but i mean i think one thing that i will say is that i think some people kind of overestimate how much it is on playstation yes it's a lot on playstation but 40 percent of all the physical game sales here in the u.s was on playstation for last year 2023 so it was 50 percent plus a little bit more for uh, nintendo and 40 percent for playstation so that's still a significant amount so i i kind of do agree with mvg that yeah there's still millions upon millions upon millions of dollars in physical gaming for people you know who want that and you know sony they've with the circumstances i know everything installs to your hard drive but at least like you know the game is fully on there they didn't do like what microsoft was doing with the whole you download the series x version of the game right so at least they have that for them i know it's getting a bit better with the recent xbox games but it seems like it's like too little too late because now it's just kind of like there's not going to be physical copies of xbox games so uh, i'm hoping that that gets better but i I don't know i think physicals I think it's done for the next gen, at least for Xbox. Yeah, if people are curious about what OJ is mentioning there, MVG has an entire, you have like two videos on it, right? One from the beginning of the series, Xbox series generation when they first shipped games, and then yeah. one more recent that showed the difference to where you would put the Xbox One disc in, basically, and then it would kick back a series x version or it's, s version you download. It's the smart, it's the one, the, the ones that have right. smart delivery on smart them. Delivery, yeah. Yeah. You yeah, sorry, I, I didn't explain it very well, but yeah, for no, no, you, you see did. like, yeah, you the Xbox One and then the Xbox Series X. Like, you just right. get the Xbox One version, it just downloads. It downloads online, right? Whereas, like, Sony, it's the PS5 version is on that disc. Like, if you buy PS5, yeah. Yeah. it's it's the PS5 version. If you buy the PS4, it's the PS4 version, you know? Um, so, so yeah. You know, I, you know, I didn't realize until you mentioned this, MVG, when we had the Baldur's Gate 3 physical edition, Xbox doesn't have, they don't, ship or print dual layer blu-rays like no. the or like the, the 100 gigabyte blu-ray disc i oh. didn't realize that until they sh- so i was like why does the xbox version have an extra disc compared to the playstation one because like, they're, have... they're 50 gig discs that's why not 100 gig but, discs yeah they don't have the 100 yep. gig discs and i was like that's strange unless even then they were like well we're i mean they they made that uh that brooklyn slide at the beginning of this generation where midway through they were planning on removing the disc drive completely so even then when they're planning out what kind of media they were going to use, they're probably like, well, in four or five years, we're out with it anyway. So who cares? But yeah, I think let's say they start their generation as has kind of been rumored holiday 2026. I don't think there's a disk drive on that thing. I, I think it's just digital only. And I feel like they link it to the cloud somehow. And I think now, that's how they try to make it different. I'm tell- John, I'm telling you, I'm out after this generation. Uh, for Xbox, I'm out. <laughs> that's it. You're out? Like, what if Banjo-Kazooie's there? Whatever. Well, you gotta buy um, that. It'll be on PC <laughs> as well. So <laughs> yeah, I'll just play it on PC. No, um, I can't support a company that's going to go all digital, John. It's just not. Oh, it's man. just. Not, it's not in my DNA. I, I can't do that. 
Like, well, it's such what, an L for the consumer. Exactly. Once you take ownership away from the customer, like the fact that you can't really like trade in your game or sell it or, you know, take it to GameStop to upgrade to the next system, just all that stuff, right? You know, let a friend borrow your game or all the, the things that go with physical products, then I'm not interested in that at all. That's not, that's not what, what it's I want to do. It's also, you know, Joseph said not good for the consumer because how many times have you seen where a game is more expensive on the storefront? cheaper physical there's a sale there's a deal right like persona 5 tactica i mean i think there's a deal right now you can get it for 30 bucks i don't know if that's the same on uh the psn store but anyway either way it, it would put pressure on them to lower that price on there right there's always a lot of checks and balances right uh to where that so as a consumer you want all the different options just like you want the options to be able to buy food from walmart or from a grocery like a farmer's market you want multiple options on where you get said product right same thing with video gaming you don't want everything to be controlled through one storefront that's not what you want I'm a basic you know economics class will teach you that so i see a lot of people saying oh it doesn't matter no it does matter that's fine just remove video games you don't want that in anything when it comes to consumer products you don't want what if there's only one movie theater and there wasn't like they can just charge what they want right you don't want one place to buy clothes you don't want one place to buy clothes you want multiple places you want competition so i mean even if you are all digital you still get benefits from having physical option there even if you already are just like all digital because you might get better prices because they see that i think they did it with uh, marvel midnight suns that game was way cheaper physical it was still it full was. price digital yeah. they changed the price as soon as they, they all right now discount on psn so you still benefit from that so i mean i i think it's weird that people don't understand that you know so i i do want to people were mentioning in the in the chat about pc being all digital the difference though with pc and I, I i had to think about this a little bit just to just to make sure but pc if you for example buy on gog or other places yeah. it's free and free piece the difference between the pc and say an xbox is open platform versus closed so the xbox is a closed walled off garden whereas pc it's open so you can have competing marketplaces which is one of the reasons you see epic Yes, try to buy exclusivity for games, but also give games away and stuff because there can still be competition on that one system. So uh, unless we get to a point where it sounds weird, but a PlayStation store could exist on an Xbox and vice versa, uh, it's, it's going to be closed off and it's going to be different. Also, PC is PC. Console is con consoles were it was a different situation just because PC does something that doesn't mean it should be the standard across what consoles were right consoles were different so to me having differences is good like a console people like that pc does a lot of stuff that you know consoles don't do right so i don't think because pc does it is a valid reason to why they should do the same thing so what who gives a shit pc also has free online people still pay for xbox as they feel it's worth it people still play for p pay for psn and you know then nobody's putting up pitchforks for that so i mean they're yeah. still paying their psn and they're still paying their xbox live so that's that's also by the way I, it sounds so. weird i actually wouldn't be surprised if this comes up as like a serious issue with the the digital future with these closed ecosystems i wouldn't be shocked if this gets challenged in like court and you might actually see the ability to do that it sounds weird but you could get to a point where Microsoft's allowed to put a store on Sony's side and Sony's allowed to put a store on Microsoft's side and everyone's allowed to put a store on Nintendo. Uh, it, it would be a weird future. I don't really know what that would look like, but this is something that's come up with Apple and Google recently. And uh, Google has to allow an Xbox store now on their Android OS next to the Play Store because they, they technically lost it. So 
I think the other thing with PC with Steam is that you can get a refund. You can play a game for up to two hours and refund it. Um, You don't have that. You can't do that on Xbox. You can't do that on on PlayStation right now. I mean, get that figured out. Yeah. I mean, you say that, right? But are they really going to figure that out? No. You think they're going to figure that out? They're not. They're not. They're going to fight all every single step of the way. So you can't get a refund. You can't have ownership of the game that you purchased. So you cannot trade it in. You can't give it to, you can't, you know, send it to a friend. Can't do anything. It's yours and they can take it away anytime they want to take it away from you. Whether that means a license runs out and they have to remove the game from storefronts. We've seen that happen so many times. Um, the fact that there is no physical option going forward, or there doesn't seem like likely there will be a physical option, scares the absolute shit out of me. So I don't want to be a part of uh, an ecosystem that isn't all digital, personally. So I'm so curious, like, if there's been a study on, like, what went wrong with the Xbox ecosystem? Not wrong in a sense, obviously, people still buy games. But in general, like, it is well known that, and, and obviously you can tell because they're cutting physical uh, that that Xbox gamers typically, not all, but some, don't buy physical games anymore. They lean more into the digital market. And like, I just I just want to know like what happened because Xbox gamers buy a ton of accessories. The accessory market for Xbox is like, I don't know if it's mm-hmm. still booming, but when I was in third party and third and party license, and... they, yeah. they'll buy 50 of them. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, just to sit on a wall. So I'm just curious what happened with fostering the purchasing like games like environment for, for that uh, when, that console community. When you boot up any console. Game Pass. Well, Game Pass. But, but yeah, when... but like, but, like, but PlayStation Plus exists and PlayStation gamers still buy it physically. And like, I, I know they're obviously only at like Japan, 50% or something. Well, oh, right. I think, um, I think once Microsoft started putting their day one games on there and then they started yeah. going out and getting games mm-hmm. day one and putting it there. Uh, I, I feel like, cause like a lot of the stuff from like Sony is very clearly kind of timid about it. They're like, well, it's, we'll wait a year, a year and a half, and then we'll move it over to the, service there sony's being at least trying to be pretty careful about it whereas microsoft's like day one here you go just you just click a few buttons and you download it i think that has started to condition people to just go that route which hey if you pay the subscription fee and the company's willing to put it there you should take advantage of it so i i haven't bought a single xbox game but i i have game pass there you go. Well, when you boot the system up, does it start asking you like, oh, check out this new game that just came out. And then the only option to purchase it from the console is digital only, because that's also a thing. Impulse sometimes buying, seeing that. So they have this thing, Evan, sometimes it'll pop up when you start your system uh, and it comes up with like a card when you wake it up out of sleep. And it'll just be like a big screen that's like, you know, an image of the game key art or something. And then like a buy it now here or yeah, subscribe if it's on Game Pass. Uh, so they do try to walk you to it that way as well but yeah i i will admit the when i think about physical games for these different systems xbox is the one that's like in the back of my mind for going out and buying a disc and i've been on many different shows with different xbox uh creators uh, like for example Rand, randall thor whatever i talked to him he's like still buying physical games yeah so he's, he's he's all digital now doesn't even think about it so yeah but see uh, i talked to rand about this and he loves buying books he's a avid book reader he has many many physical oh you gotta go kindle Kindle. but he won't do the digital kindle stuff he tells me so you know rand rand likes physical books 
I mean, it's different from games, but it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I can see digital is super convenient, right? Super convenient. There's a lot of great things, and I still buy digital myself. You know, I still buy, um, uh, you know, obviously Power World. That's digital. Or I buy, you know, indie games or stuff like that digital. But like I said, it's about the balance, right? It's it's about having both there to keep, keep them in line, keep everything, having multiple different places to get things so they can't just charge whatever they want. I mean... Listen, every company, Microsoft, Sony, they all want you to go all digital. <laughs> trust me, yeah, they all it's, want it's more to go money, all digital. Yeah. If they want you to go all digital, that's not necessarily great for you. Trust me. If they, as somebody who's worked in corporate like big business, if they, if everyone's saying, "Yeah, all they push for digital," trust me, it's not for your benefit. Just, just keep that in mind. It's not for your benefit. I might, you might, it might seem that way, but trust me, it's not. There's a big resurgent right now of like people wanting physical DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff because of the all streaming stuff. So I wonder if maybe something like that, hopefully to a larger extent, could happen in the gaming space and maybe like bring it back somewhere. I, I mean, don't know. everything cyclical. Vinyl was outselling almost oh, yeah. a ton yeah, of stuff a few huge. years ago, but it's then it's gonna go back down. But everything's cyclical. We'll get back to physical at some point. It's just how. I feel like it would be really hard because like with game like with console games like the factory stopped making uh you know like the eventually they're gonna announce that like the factories are done with ps4 making like those discs so even if there is a huge interest on um, whatever games currently or in the next you know generation uh that has all digital uh those games might be lost to time and that scares me mm. too <laughs> Well, we'll see what uh, what Microsoft does going towards what we think is their next gen system in 2026, 2027. No disk drive? Probably not. Yeah, I, th- I think I could see Sony having their detachable disk drive still if they really wanted to have something for physical media next gen. But everybody's busy playing Fortnite. You don't need a disk for that. Fortnite's a banger game. There, see? They already got her. Uh, I got a physical go copy of Fortnite. Did you actually buy that? Of course. That's the game with Indiana like, Jones in it, right? In the box, doesn't it? Yeah, it's not even a cartridge. <laughs> but there's like literally nothing in there. But it's still a box. <laughs> it's a box. <laughs> but wait, wasn't there like a back in the day when Fortnite first came out? There was like a physical I don't PS4 version. Was there? It's like really, been. really rare to rare to find. I mean, no, it, there oh. is a. I think there is a real physical though. Oh, like with the disc in it. Yeah, back from when it was a back from when it was a horde mode game. I don't know if yeah the horde mode yeah. Now they just do it to prank parents and have them spend money on a free game. Wow, interesting. I didn't know that. I wonder, what's that? Are you looking to see what that's going for, Evan? Kind of. <laughs> the, the Fortnite disc? Let me, uh, they just I do put recognize... Snake in. Sorry. Oh, they just put Snake? I think Raiden's in there, too. Mm-hmm. Now you can say, Josie, that's the That's, that's the, the game with Fortnite. Uh, when you that's Metal Gear Solid That's in the it. guy from Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> we still got a Josie to play a Metal Gear Solid game, and no, no. Uh, we need, well the remake in three so you can get on that and then we can go from there to one and then two so all right I, I i feel like you're just it's the, the the ps1 graphics aren't going to click with you i feel like you're going to just look at that and be like these old people are telling me to play this yeah the boomers yeah yep yep uh, let me. I do want to recognize a very generous super chat here from Joshua Butts saying, "What's up, Spawncast? I know it's not gaming, but just wanted to shout out the latest trailer of The Last Airbender on Netflix. I'm excited for it. Anyway, thanks for the constant content. Love you guys. Cheers. Shout out to Joshua Butts over there. Last Air. That sounds like Josie's department. The Last Airbender. Air, Airbender. Wait, uh, my department too. What is this? 
What? There's a trailer for the new Netflix Avatar live action thing. Oh. It's it looks good, but there's no need for it. Like, why do we need live action Avatar? We don't. But it looks good. It'll probably be great. But I think it's a better animated show, to be honest. Hmm. This was dropped originally on Xbox One, right? Fortnite, the disc version. Was it? I think so. Oh, I don't know. It's like a hundred bucks. That's Joshua Butts. <laughs> Chat. <laughs> I thought they bucks? were announcing okay, well, a new uh, Airbender. That's uh, I thought they were having. No, I wish. That's why I was like, wait, yeah, hold wish. on here. No, no, no. no. We, we already went over remakes and remasters. That's what we do. Literally, Hollywood needs Personally. to chill out. There it is. There's a lot of money to be made, so they will not. Well, there, there's a lot. Well, the thing was, no they, way. they made a lot of a month. They made a lot of money originally because it was a new idea and people liked it. It's, it's just the need. Well, there's for a bunch safety. of lamos like, who are super hyped for this one. I mean, it looks good, but still, like, people are out of their mind. Oh, it's bringing it to a new audience. It's on Netflix already. You can watch it already. There's some people that just like, like for example, like my, my wife. She does not like animated stuff. You know. She just doesn't. And even if it's good, she just doesn't. She You've told her she's something. weird, right? You've told her she's weird? Yeah, I told her she's okay. weird. She knows Making that. Sure. But like, yeah, I told her, but she doesn't like animated stuff. She will watch like stuff that's like, for example, like this is, to me, this is crazy. She likes like the Lion King, like the, the, the like the real looking Lion King thing Gross. over the animated one. I almost what? divorced her. Yeah, it was, it was well, her. Okay, so the real one is basically animated. Like we're on the same the page. The real one is animated. Right? It's just, it's just no, I'm, real. Like, the cartoon, you know what I'm saying? Like she likes the more realistic. So she likes the CG one. version. Yeah, like, okay. the, yeah. like the one that looks more realistic. So like, even like with uh, like the Mario Bros movie, she's like, oh yeah, it's it's okay. She needs but the I, I swear, uncanny if, if it was live valley. action, she probably would have been into it more if it was like a live action one, you know, so. There's that. There are some people that are just like like that, you know. We don't know why. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me go over to some of the super chats here. Chris says, picked up a Dreamcast with Power Stone 1 and 2 at a garage sale today. I'm a happy nice. camper. It's everybody. Nice, nice. That's a good pickup. Dreamcast rules. Andy Ackerman here with the little sticker. Thanks, Andy. Tjo says, so as someone who doesn't buy early access games, I'm wondering when Power World will actually release. PS5, Switch, physical, etc. They, I think they got a ways to go, but... When it does come out, it'll probably already be at like 30 billion copies sold or something anyway. So how long yeah, did it yeah, take? They got, a, they got a long way to go before we start talking about that. How long did it take for PUBG to get out of early access? It was like oh, years, gosh. wasn't it? Um, it Three that, years? that was a whole controversy with the, the game of the year thing because it was nominated when it was still in early access or something. Uh, I, I feel like it was years, MVG, you're right. So this could be a two-year road for them just to get it to 1.0. So it's, it's going to be a bit... Liam says, will Jordan and Nate be on here anymore? Nate keeps teasing his return. Let's be honest. Fr fr Jordan fr randomly appears. Friend just so. left. It's living the life. I don't, I don't know what Nate's doing. I think Jordan was if you want Nate, actually. he's on the Game and Talk podcast. Podcast. We saw, it's really good. You should watch it. Yeah, every and every and where two Wednesdays. Where do you Wednesdays. find that jersey? Uh, YouTube.com slash Game and Talk. <laughs> Please Great check it podcast. out. They were a pull up competition, and and uh, Josie said she's going to try to do ten. And Nate asked if he had to do ten in a row. So good stuff. Live streamed too. Uh, <laughs> Trump says Xbox layoffs is to make room for Sega. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I don't think uh, so. No, I don't think so either. Tjo says, I know y'all are content creators, but how do y'all manage picking up and playing all these good games with the release dates so close together? 
Well, I, I haven't been able to play like a dragon yet. I, would like I, to I don't. Play. I don't play everything. Like yeah, I. Well, I only. Way. Honestly, I probably play and finish maybe between seven to ten games a year. Not That's bad. Almost one a month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. give or take. Yeah. So I don't. I don't play everything. So that's the thing, like for me right now, the one that I'm really looking towards and I'm like, I have to make sure I'm, I'm clearing and I'm there day one is rebirth. So, and I, that's the end of February. So a month from now, but like, I want to do like a dragon. There's another game I'm playing now. And then fortunately I'm not in a tech and otherwise I'd be in real trouble right now. So <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. I kind of just pick and choose mostly unless it's, I buy a lot of just random Nintendo stuff, but. There you go. Uh, let's see. This is from boot who says proud of, Proud of you for your progress as a YouTuber, Josie. You're cool you. and better all the time. And they have a little uh, salute. Jalen says, any chance is there an end to the wave of mass layoffs in gaming industry? Never. Uh, they, not going to lie, they're starting to trigger me. I think it's going to be a little bit still, Jalen. I think we still have a couple months of that. We're probably so. a few months away from a bunch of announcements of delays as well. That'll be great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cody says, just wondering if Pokemon own the rights to anime style monsters did they create the cartoon monster concept who was og inspiration for pokemon uh probably dragon quest dragon yeah they don't they, yeah they definitely don't own own the rights to monsters they don't but they own the rights to their ip and the designs that they created so it's not like an overarching like umbrella but if you compare them side by side and if there isn't distinct differences uh between each character uh then it then it uh crosses over into legal territory yeah yeah absolutely on that one let's see getting stuff done says pokemon for america well the oh yeah so the developers pocket pair apparently said that they included guns with the pokemon concept because they were trying to sell to americans so there you go <laughs> japanese company though guys <laughs> they are yeah <laughs> so, so funny. we have a great <laughs> reputation yeah, it's it's a Japanese company, and the funniest thing is that um in the development of the game, the guy was saying like he couldn't find anybody who knew how to make like a decent shooter like mechanics. It was like a guy that was like working at like a grocery store that said he had a little bit of experience like with shooters, and right. like, they brought him in. He was like, "Okay, you're gonna save us." Yeah, <laughs> apparently, like, apparently, a bunch of them had no idea how to program certain things, and they just did it for this. Yeah, they just were like, all right, sure, we'll, we'll try it, you know? Uh, so, yeah, they didn't I'm even know how to do sh shooting mechanics and stuff. You think that's why they all look like Pokemon? It's because they didn't know what they were doing, and they're like, uh, there, there's a character named Pikachu, and we'll, we'll give him a third ear, and everything's going to be okay. Like, <laughs> they look like, okay, this is, this, is, this is not proven. They look like Pokemon because they used AI to blend them and then change them. <laughs> like, I was just joking. I'm joking, but I'm, like, not joking. Because <laughs> a lot of them are like, it's weird. It's it's so close to the point to where I don't think somebody drew that they they did something. But once again, how much is transformative? How much is not? But it's it's some of it's so close. Like some of the designs are just like same shape, same eyes, same structure. Like the one to me is like the Luxray one. Go go check out the Luxray one, guys. Look up the it's it's just too close. You know, I've never seen that in any other like Pokemon style or like type of game. But yeah, I think. I mean, obviously, they're Pokemon fans. I mean, clearly, like, they were fans of Pokemon, you know? But yeah, I'm just joking with those. Like, there's no actual, like, there's not anything definitive right now with that. Well, Nintendo will spend enough money to see if there is, so. Well, the Pokemon company, company. will, for sure. Nintendo's just yeah. kind of sitting back, but the Pokemon company will definitely, like, look into it. IRS says, sparking zero trailer tomorrow. 
who do you want in? They want, let's see, they say they want Bio Broly, A21, Inter21, and Golden Bio Metal Broly. Cooler. Bio what Broly about you, MVG, nuts. Spawn, and OJ? Well, obviously, you got to ask MVG about this, but... Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, what are you guys... For a character about? reveal tomorrow, I'll go with... Uh, I'll go with Gogeta from the Fusion Reborn. What, you know, character, you know, what are you talking about? What character reveal? What's happening? Tomorrow? Dragon Ball Z. Uh, I could give a fuck about Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> that, that, that was the joke. <laughs> I put the comparison in the uh, the Spawncast chat in Discord for you guys. If you wanted to see you know what, what I OJ would like was talking for the game? Good gameplay. That's what I, I want. A good. Mm. Game. All right. I, I have a character, Gordon Freeman from Half Life. Let's put oh, him in. Gosh, this guy with the gravity <laughs> gun. Can we do that? <laughs> Uh, shout out to Johnny Disorder, new member. Thanks for remembering up over Yo, there, what's Johnny. What's up, Johnny? Uh, guest characters for Sparking Zero? Okay. Garlic Jr. Good Garlic Jr. Oh, okay. Transforming oh. Garlic Jr.? Or, yeah, Transforming Garlic Jr. or Robo Dr. Dro, like the big one. Or good, okay. please be good gameplay. No, it won't not be good. Not typical arena, arena fighter nonsense. No, it's not going to be good. Now those visuals, you get Gogeta from Fusion Reborn. That look cool. It is going to be the wash, rinse, repeat. Build up your energy bar. Watch a cutscene of a super move, and then do it again. And then hey, there's your cycle. I'm here for it. Will it be better than Raging Blast Two? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, it has to be. <laughs> yeah, uh, that game uh, Raging Blast is so bad. Hey, it's a long someone, time ago, but it's someone bad. said Pycon. Someone actually remember Pycon. All right, Josie, what do you Nobody think? Else you did. can't be in The Last Airbender and not be in Dragon Ball Z. It's 100% you can be. Actually, I don't know. Oh, no. I feel like no. you. I'm not an anime girl, you know? Too uh, too yeah. unrealistic for me. Well, Airbender's not... Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Airbender's just as... Avatar okay. just as okay. okay. anime. I'm sorry, I will spell it out. The anime boobs, I don't like them. They're too okay. big. It's weird. Okay. That's, that's only with some. You should probably watch other ones like Monster. Monster's a yeah. crazy show. What? I feel like you I could watch Dragon Ball Z then. Yeah, I don't think Dragon Ball Z is too. I was bad, gonna say. Man. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall. I mean, the only thing would be like maybe that one. What was that one girl? Uh, at the beginning, like lunch or launch yeah, or whatever lunch. her name is. But even, lunch. Yeah, yeah but even like, then, that wasn't even that bad. That's like a like a yeah. It's an episode that you could basically just. It's probably like more filler episode for that. That anyway. Yeah, yeah. Most of the girls are like even like the. There's not a lot of like Z fighter women, but like Android, like Android 18, she's pretty like, tame. You know, there's not really anything with her. Like but, I like Studio Ghibli, you know. They... And she looks like Miss Click too, so you should watch it. You like Miss Click, right? <laughs> I mean, yes, but <laughs> she really does. What? Android 18. I'll stick Go to Avatar. Miss... I like Avatar. It's okay. chill. She'll stick to Avatar. <laughs> Shout out to Ike Lewis remembering up. Thanks, Ike. Appreciate it and let's see yeah so there's a sparking zero trailer tomorrow i think it's about two and a half minutes long so i'll have some kind of reveal in there cj says mvg are you worried about ai and the effect it will have on jobs in the games industry um overarching an overarching yes how about that okay i am worried about it getting stuff done also says don't forget the interest rate rise i don't know any corp that does not have borrowed money from banks is happening all in all fields it is. It is. There's a. I. I think we'll go through this year and they'll cut rates and then interest will interest rates will come under control a bit more. But yeah, you're right. This is something that's happening just across like the labor industry in general, where they're they're try they're actively trying to. It sounds bad, but they're actively trying to make people lose their jobs. As bad as that sounds, 
um, for the the labor market. So housing's terrible right now, man. I was lucky housing, to get a house. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I know. It's almost impossible for like a young person to buy a house. College, college yeah. is insane to try to it, like it, living in a college town is horrendous. It all plays into the, the inflation stuff. So hopefully they'll hopefully they'll be under control this year, and then they can. You know what? You know what? What I I say you should do try to oh, build gosh. your build build your credit as quickly as you can. Mm-hmm. So get it get a secured card like one of those secured cards that has a, a small limit, and just like spend it on lunch and gas and and just pay it off pay it off pay it off just build your credit up that's the move yeah because i bought a house this year and man did i go through a lot of paperwork and that was this is my second one i sold my own so like and I, i'm like damn it wasn't like this before you know the first time around did you get yours before or after the interest rate spike? I bought a house too this year. The interest too. rates were, I mean, when I first, the first house I bought, the interest rate was so low. It was like two points something. Like, I forgot what it was. Oh, this one was way higher, but I was able to avoid the sevens. And I was able to get it into like right. at least the six, you know, range, which is still high, but at least it's not I, like, seven. In, like right well, before it like went up. And I was like, oh my God. Cause like yeah, literally it's... like two weeks later, I wouldn't have been able to yeah it's the interest rates are killer right now but i'm i'm happy with this with the six that i got i'm I'm happy with that none of this is financial advice image not a financial advisor yeah i'm not a financial <laughs> advisor. all for entertainment purposes <laughs> hashtag not financial advice not a financial advisor not getting sure, not getting us <laughs> make sure you can put that in there john very important <laughs> uh, this is from uh, right right uh Rachel says will y'all be buying switch to day one Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. I will be there. If I can get one, of course. Hopefully, hopefully we can all get one, right? Uh, let's There's see. some rumors. Did you hear the latest yeah, rumors? Yeah, I we'll saw. See a, if they get enough supply out there. I saw a Nintendo Prime video saying there's 10 million out there <laughs> ready, ready to be sold. So, this man hey. got more information about the Switch Two than anybody. He's giving me right. all the info about the Switch Two. I'm loving it. Okay. <laughs> JT Bell says, Josie, as an older man myself, just let John have his moment on working out. Nothing but love. Thanks for the content, LOL. Oh, 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 okay. I understand now. John posted a video of him working out, and I posted a video or a picture underneath of my abs because I thought it was funny. I was just kidding. It's not Photoshopped, though. Natty. (laughs) Mennonite life, man. It's pretty good for working out. I was just trying to pull weights down, see what happened. I thought it was fine. I stopped doing that after the mm-hmm. Ubisoft developer came after me when I put, when I talked about something about that, so I don't do it no more. Hey, so summer's coming. Summer's coming. I was looking for a video of me doing pull, lat pull downs like you were doing, but I couldn't. I don't. I get too scared to take videos in the gym. So I'll, I I'll make me enter that pull up contest. You probably kill me. I'm not actually very good at them, so. Uh, this is from uh, uh, I I'm I'm no I'm known to do do some pull ups. So, yeah. what happened to your rotator cuff? No, that was for pushing. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> pull it, pulling. I'm actually pretty good at like pull day uh, is different. Pull, yeah, I'm pull pull exercise. I'm pretty good at so. Yeah, yum yum says Sony created Blu-ray during the media wars. It's almost peaked as potential. What do you think is a possible next physical media for games and movies um 
Will there be? I, I, feel, I feel like there's not much left. You just moved to digital eventually. Yeah, I don't oh. think there's anything left after this. The small little like solid state drive like USB things that you push in and they they can play games. Super just a fast. little crystal. I, you know, OJ, I thought about that. Like, I think we've talked about this before. Like, you know how the Xbox has the expansion, the SSD, exp the M2 expansion slot at the back. Like if they just put games on those and just sold those, and you just put them in the back of the Xbox, and it's rare, it's, you can you can play. How expensive would that be? Yeah, like, it's the price Christ. very very expensive. Can't wait to play GTA mm -hmm. Six on a five hundred dollar NVMe card. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they need to get the price down. Remember back in the day when USB? I, I, how much did I pay for like a thirty-two gigabyte USB drive back in the day? Like when I was in college and stuff. It was like it was yeah. like it was like a hundred bucks or something. That was like it was like untouchable to have that USB stick. Yeah, it was like yeah. you just had the one gigabyte stick with like paperwork on it. Yeah, I had a computer class. Like... We were using floppy disks at the time, and there was this, new, you know, so I needed something a bit better. This is from Varang, who says, "Hello, I got my tickets and hotel for too many games. Who all is going? I will be there. Sean's gonna go too. He has to. He, he basically I will, locked in at this point. I will try to be there. Yeah, I can try to be there." See what's there up. you go. See, look at that. Look at that. They're going. I just Stuff. don't fly spirit. I just will not fly spirit. <laughs> <laughs> you you might see the bolts loosening in the plane if you're flying spirit. Yeah, unless oh, unless all these layoffs like... are getting to you, then take the gamble. Don't, don't fly Alaska either, because apparently the the airline, the plane, uh, the the uh, the door just flies off the the plane mid flight. Apparently, it's what. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, like a lot of the like the Boeing whatever that they use, like was they're having some issues there. So yeah, I think I'll go with Delta. Um, so we'll see. This is from Safa who says in rural and regional places going to be less gaming because lack of high speed broadband, like here in Australia. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know how I don't I don't know what the internet connection is in, in Australia. I think a lot of these companies sure. would be okay losing a, a large percentage of their marketplace by controlling their own shop storefront. Like I think they'd be fine with it, which is kind of sad. That would suck. Yeah. I think they're kind I'd of just probably be out too. Them. I probably wouldn't be able to play there. Oh yeah, you're pretty reliant on a shoddy connection there, aren't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then uh, no message here from Spicy Peppa. Uh, let's see. We have. Oh, yeah. For all the people in the chat. Yes. Josie posted a picture of her ab muscles. I see you guys in there. And yes, it was very impressive. OK, I see it. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't making fun of her picture. No, no. It was very impressive. OK, you can check it out. It's under the video of me attempting to pull down weights. Yes. Go ahead. Check it out. I debated so much posting that, and then I was like, screw it. And then I didn't look at my phone for a very long time because I was really scared. But <laughs> Why? I don't know. It was just a nerve-wracking Weirdos thing. and internet. Yeah, weirdos. Say, weirdos. Weirdos have entered the chat. <laughs> yeah, <John. laughs> mostly. No, I think I just. I thought it was funny. Plus, I was hoping that the weirdos would get scared after they see it. No, I won't mess no. with her. Emboldened. Josie, are your like feet as muscular? Ha -ha. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. One ten, actually. <laughs> Some muscle. They're behind the keyboard. That's what makes them not scared. You're right. That's true. Let's uh, let's talk about the Switch Two reports. 
This is from Bloomberg. Takashi Machizuki's back at it again. We've uh, joked that it's actually Nate, but no, nope, Takashi's back with, <laughs> with uh, some information we already kind of knew. Like Nate put this out there last year, or maybe it was VGC. Maybe Nate heard it from VGC. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> according to inch... Nate, according to Nate, so just so we get the 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 you were the there, weren't correct. you? I was on the show with him, so uh, VGC announced it was an LCD display. So they take, you know, they, they were the first ones to break that. But Nate said it was an eight inch screen. And so I, as far as I know, Nate was the first one to say eight inch screen, like yes. 12 months ago, which was now Actually... confirmed, well, not confirmed, I guess corroborated in, or in the report, right? Yes. Yeah, yep. eight inch. Takashi Machizuki, eight inch LCD, not OLED apparently mm -hmm. and it's planning to release this year as we've all kind of expected this coming from omdia which is a firm that does a lot of research into well mostly and a lot of analysis into supply line chains all kinds of stuff around displays electronic semiconductors so it seems like they have maybe their finger on the pulse for what's being ordered right now and that's also i believe one of the reasons as you mentioned earlier for 10 million they're hearing about the bookings and things around an idea of ordering enough to get 10 million or so out uh, earlier on in the system's life, which hopefully means we won't get bombarded by scalpers. But to be fair, the PS5 was covered with scalpers like consistently up until it sold like 30 million or so, 25 to 30 million. So it's still gonna be a fight for the system when it comes out. But the big talking point is the LCD. It's not OLED. So is that gonna feel like a step back for people when they show up with this thing? And while I believe it's to cut down on costs, where do you think that cost is? Where do you think the extra money's going that they'd be cutting back on? Probably weird Joy-Con technology that nobody cares about. Hopefully they're putting it into the flash, right? So we get more flash storage or something like that. Look, yes, it, it, it is a step back from OLED. Let's be let's be clear on that. But this is a different system. This is not the Switch, right? This is whatever. This is the next version or the next console. So you got to start. You got to start over again. You can't just say we're going to continue to iterate from the Nintendo Switch and keep kind of keep the generation alive. This is they've drawn a line in the sand. And, you know, they're going with a bigger screen, which I think is the right move. And we will probably see an OLED panel get introduced at some point during this or this next generation of Nintendo hardware, right? So, I mean, some people are disappointed. I, look, I would like to see an OLED day one, but the reality was we were probably never going to get that. Let's be honest. Mm. Yeah, I, I would definitely like to see OLED as well. That would have been better. But at the end of the day, it's about the games that come out um, and how good those games are and like and everything. I got an OLED TV, so and I know not everybody has that. OLED TVs are pricey. Um, but yeah, the other thing with LCD. Sorry, sorry, OJ. The oh no, go ahead. LCD, go ahead. The, the other thing with LCD is the technology is a lot better now than what it was when Nintendo put these panels in the original Switch models, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you've got like, what do you got? QLED and all these different like variations of, you know, LED panels now, right? So I think whatever they come out with is going to look really good. It's not gonna be OLED, we'll get OLED eventually, but I don't think it's going to be, um, you know, something that is like, a big deal at the end of the day. 
Yeah, like the PS Portal screen is surprisingly oh, really beautiful. good. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, and that's beautiful not screen. OLED. Hmm. I uh I I feel like a lot of this has to do with just the cost of the OLED, because if you look at their their financials, they've said outright that the margin for the $350 which OLED system is quite a bit less than what they make on the red box switch at $300. And the biggest difference obviously is that OLED screen. So I feel like if they want to get this thing at $400, which is what I feel like most people are assuming it's going to be, they probably weren't going to get that OLED in there for what $50 more than their current system, but also significantly more powerful. We assume extra yeah. features, Nvidia having them. I assume they're going to redo the joy cons. Like if you have an eight inch screen, so we're going another inch diagonally I, I mean, I feel like we're going to have different form factors for how the Joy-Cons attach. It might not be a sliding rail system anymore. They might have a whole new thing figured out. These are these are parts that people don't really because everyone's really focused on the idea of how powerful is the system going to be. I do feel like the control scheme around this with the Joy-Cons or what the successor is, the Joy-Con could end up playing in a much bigger factor even than what NVIDIA comes up with, because we already assume it's going to be three four times more powerful from raw numbers um but that that's the thing i'm really curious about is what they do to go next to that screen with these these controllers and the form factor the dock so the screen itself because it's at the the system is built around the screen like parts inside are, are essentially placed to accommodate the screen with the casing so i i do wonder how much that's going to affect everything else around it but eight inch lcd People, if you have a PlayStation portal right now and you're OK with that screen, you're you're probably looking at a very similar screen to what's going to be in this next system. I wouldn't even be shocked if people rip the system apart. Look at the back and it's just about the same model number as to what's in your PlayStation portal right now. So if you're fine with that one, you're probably good with what we end up seeing here, um, unless they do some crazy thing like they push the refresh rate up or something on it uh, to like 120. For the the handheld, or they have like a what's that? Oh, uh, no! To finish your thought, and then I'll jump in. Oh, no, you're fine. I, I will say unless they have some uh some form of HDR that is just more vibrant or something that kind of accommodates for it. But go on. Yeah, no. To bounce off your um your Joy-Con comment, I really hope they put money into making the system more durable. It's always like since the beginning of time with Nintendo, it's always been synonymous with like quality. Like I've dropped my Nintendo sixty four down the stairs. I didn't mean to. Um, and it's like it it like flew down. And I was like no, and uh, you know it's perfectly fine. And I've had like horrible accidents with all of my consoles, and they've all lived wonderfully, and they're perfect. Um, but the Switch is like the first console where I've been like terrified of breaking it. And like, even when you don't, like the drift on the Joy-Cons was something that like was an issue for all of us. So I, I really hope if they're cutting money with like, instead of having the screen uh, be more fancy, I, I would love it to be more sturdy. So I'm not terrified because I keep my Switch in its dock and that's the only place it's allowed to go because I know I'm going to break it. I've, uh, I've given two kids so far switches and they've run through two of them so switch a light though one switch light that thing is just just you should think the screen's popping out of it and stuff and then the other one hold on john did you do a tear down of this system before you gave it to them 
or did you just give him like a brand new, you know? Okay, so one Twitch. was reshelled. I did the reshell, yeah. and it. Okay, here we here we go. <laughs> one here was go. one was, but the other one wasn't. It was uh, it was a just a regular switch, and that one's been through the ringer. So I think one just stopped working, and then they don't tell you why. But yeah, they probably got water on it or something. Basically, it is probably didn't apply the thermal paste properly, no. and he overheated. And he blaming uh, kids for it. I get it. They, I, but no, like what happens with kids is they'll take it to like the table and they'll eat while they're playing it or something, and it gets all like oh, it gets all messed up. Yeah, it's yeah. So <laughs> it's not with kids. That's what adults be doing that stuff. Too. <laughs> I do want to recognize Dark Type here with the new membership. Thanks, Dark Type says, "Who's the cutie in the top right?" And on the stream, that would be Evan. It's Evan. That's Evan. <laughs> it is Evan. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Shout out, dark type. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the you're you're right in the sense that the switch can get beaten up pretty well, but I feel like uh, like a 3ds would have probably gotten beaten up by these kids too. So, <laughs> but did, did you the, ever try putting joint... cases on it, like? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put. They have cases. Yeah, but they the Joy Cons are what get destroyed. Like ah, the Switch okay. body is okay. I've seen the Joy Con joysticks get pushed into where they don't work anymore. Like they'll light those things up. Fortunately, you take them off. You put new ones on. Those aren't cheap though. So, um, but the screen is surprisingly durable. Is what I'll say on that. Otherwise, though, the kickstand is somewhere. I don't know what happened to it. Uh, and, flew off into the darkness. Yeah. Never came back. Who knows? This is gone. It's gone for good. So the little rectangle thing um but the the joy cons are the thing that i would like to see them improve with their next system durability functionality comfort the whole thing so i am not opposed to them going the route of what sony did with theirs where they just have a handle coming off and i i really don't because i don't i don't i don't think i've never passed the the joy con off to someone i don't know if anyone else has I, I think we did it once. I remember when we first got it, I, I had Evan try it. Like, yeah, I was like, it's going to do that with my daughter. It's terrible. That, it's always that thing at the beginning where you're just like, see if it works. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I just tried yeah. it one time with my yeah. daughter. But I don't I'm really okay to it. leave that concept behind. Yeah. I think I'm fine with that, which I hope means that they could also then bring back the D pad, like outright natively on the, on the Switch. So I think it was an, a fun idea at first. And then I just, I feel like if they put a survey out and asked, do you, actively hand off a Joy-Con to someone or do you find use in it? I feel like most people would say no. <laughs> so I would be... I kind of use that. that all the time, but... Great. See, here's Joseph. Or one-two switch, I'm guessing? Or... Yeah, everybody, one-two switch. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Mario Kart, actually. It's hell. Mario Kart? Oh, okay, yeah, with the little that. drifting on the little thingies. It's, uh, it's not yeah. fun. Yeah. I guess for spur of the moment stuff, but I don't know. I like I don't leave the I don't even leave the house of the switch much at all, really. So it just stays here. So I mean, I guess if technically you're someone who just plays docked, which there are people who never pull the system out of the dock, then you probably don't care about the screen or the Joy Cons. You just want it to be more powerful. So that's it. That's it. But we'll uh we'll say, hey, you know what? If it's uh if if we're starting to hear about what I think is coming out of manufacturing and ordering. March, March announcement, March announcement, I think maybe that's my point. Yeah. March announcement. Me. Okay, good. All right, good. MVG is on board. So we'll drop a trailer and then we'll, we'll go from there. So do you think they could do something where the dock makes it more powerful or like upscales it? This has been, this has been theorized 
since the Switch was announced. Like, we actually, for a while, we thought that was the case. I remember when they took, so when they took the Switch on Jimmy Fallon's show back in the day, the first, mm-hmm. Reggie specifically said, and I feel like they said this for a reason because people were theorizing about that, specifically said everything is in the Switch, nothing's in the dock. So I guess it's possible. I mean, technically the Switch does like clock higher and it, it eliminates the need for a battery when it goes in the dock. So I guess it's possible they could do something, but I don't know if they would actively put a ton of technology in the dock because then the dock would all of a sudden be like $150 or something. The, right. the dock, at least on the OLEDs, can be updated, right? There's, that, you can up, there's an update yep. option. That was something that it. sparked a lot of the resurgence of, oh, is NVIDIA going to put an upscaler chip in the dock? It'll be great. And I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So That'd be rad. Uh, yeah, see, for, for me, I, I'd rather them show up with a $500 switch that's just like, this is it, this thing does everything. But I also understand that realistically, they want it to probably be 400 But I would have no problem if they had a 400 and a $500 system and I just I bought the 500 that's OLED and has, you know, 4K capabilities, the whole deal. But that's probably not going to happen. I mean, they'll have the OLED model. They'll, they'll just repeat the same thing they did this time around. They would right. be OLED then light or light then OLED. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, good question. Maybe maybe light then OLED again. Yeah, I could see that. Why? Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, they still need to make the the Switch Mini. Switch that's, Micro. Uh, that's their, what about the Switch that's Micro? Their other system they're gonna. That's their that's their 2DS XL. They're gonna announce after we get the new system announced and shown off. They're gonna announce a Switch Mini. It's gonna be an even smaller Switch. The size of a phone or something. That'd be kind of cool. It's on a keychain. You can put it on your key. Great. It'll be like like that, maybe. It'll be a little smaller than a Switch Lite. Uh, let's see. No, I'm, I'm actually expecting that. Like, you can, you can come back to the podcast in a, in a few months. I will. <laughs> okay. This is... I do want to bring... I do want to mention this before we, before we finish up here because... Uh, Metroid Prime 4, the reboot, officially five years old now. The announcement. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just want to bring it up. It's a, Why? It's a five-year anniversary for it. Sweet. <laughs> I'm like, did something happen? Oh, it's the five-year anniversary of the PNG need, file yeah. that we saw? Okay. No, I think this, yep. was, this was no, the no, re-announcement. No, no. This was the announcement oh, of the reboot. It was being rebooted. That's yeah. even older, wow. MVG. Wow. PNG. seven years, right? God damn. Five years. Yep. 2019, January 25th. There you go. Does any other game beat that record for Nintendo at least? Oh, for Nintendo, no. But I was about to say uh, Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah. Yeah. No other games. Nintendo? That's a good question because yeah. it was originally announced 2017. And I don't expect it to come out before the holiday. I feel like this is a cross gen game at this time. So if that's the case, then how it'd been set, it'd go seven, it'll go seven years. Hell, since the announcement to I know, I know, it, I know um, Bayonetta 3 wasn't as long, but how long was Bayonetta 3? Because that took a while as well from memory. 2018? 2018? Yeah, 2018 Game Awards. No, it was 2017. Oh, yeah, it was because it was at the Game Awards. Yeah, 2017 yeah. to 2022. So. Yeah. Yep. So even that, even that, I mean, technically, what's that, five, five years then? Uh, yeah, so... Metro Prime 4. Yeah, that but might I mean, be the Bay- longest I've seen. Bayonetta 3 at least had like a couple of trailers and stuff. You it know? did. 
of gameplay. They, they took a while to show it though. Like they didn't show it until 2021. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They showed it. The first time that they ever showed any gameplay of it was yeah, was 20. It was in the Nintendo Direct at the at September 2021, I think. I remember I was watching it like in like 140p in Nigeria. So (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe it's been that long. Man. I do want to bring up the PlayStation VR 2. What are we doing? What are we doing here, John? Get it, get us out of here. We've got, we got like eight minutes. What are we doing? Guys, the PSVR 2, okay? This this is legitimately concerning for the PSVR 2, and I would just say VR in general, but like the PSVR 2 holiday 2023 got absolutely obliterated by Quest 2 and Quest 3. And I have not really heard Sony talk about this thing in a while. And as an as an, an early day one investor, I want answers. I want answers, okay? Bro, I, uh... listen, you know, if Sony doesn't continue talking about the numbers, you know something ain't going right. When everyone was saying, oh my, OJ, you're wrong about PS Portal, the numbers, oh, look, it's sold out everywhere. Matt Piscatella talked about the numbers. Yeah, he said it's not any significant factor for MBD. It was last in terms of what was sold, and everybody shut the hell up. It's the same thing with this, man. Like well, Sony, but to me, know, it's, it, but to me, the portal just just tethers off of the PS5, so it has support because it just plays PS5 games. We need PSVR two games from Sony. Like we need Sony to make a game specifically for it at okay, this yes. time. Because I understand that, but I'm I'm just saying, like, just in general, like Sony, when it comes to some of their peripherals, man, are extra things psvr1 it's not like they made a ton of stuff for that right it's i mean it was it was successful i guess in relative terms yeah. i mean honestly I honestly you gotta, million units I think. you gotta I bring down that expectation right. though just hope that they put out pc drivers for it well, well that it. would help but at this time we have now developers who are actively questioning if they could even move games to it like they rec room can't justify the cost of PSVR 2 port is yeah. what they are saying now. And VR heavy companies are closing down for them. So. They say we would love to bring Rec Room to PSVR 2, but we can't justify the cost based on the numbers. What? <laughs> That's what they say. That's what they say. Yeah. They can't bring Rec Room so to bad. PSVR 2. The sales this are so bad. January 24th. Yeah. They, and yeah. we had, um, what you call it? The studio behind... They shut down because, and they actively blamed PS, basically PSVR two, saying it didn't. From VR? No, no, no. <laughs> this is the uh, the the sort of just general yeah, no, tactical shooter game. <laughs> oh, yeah. They uh, they actively said we we didn't get enough support from the PSVR two. So is it backwards compatible? No, no. What? Nope. I. Wow, no it's, wonder it's doing horribly. What are they thinking? Good question. So I told MVG I was buying firewall, it day one. The so Firewall series. And uh, thank you, Firewall. Yeah, the developers there shut down. And uh, I was like, I'm going to buy this thing because I, I feel like Sony's going to, they're, they're going to come through. And the games are on it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, this is the other problem. There's also no real advertising for games on the PSVR they, 2 at all. When it was first getting <laughs> launched, I was, I was putting it in the news wave. I had to look up all the trailers. There were some really cool looking ones that they just told no one about. Yeah, like, there, there was, was one called game. Behemoth, where it was basically Shadow of the Colossus in VR. Like you were fighting yeah. massive monsters in VR. It was like, oh, that's cool. I've never is heard it exclusive they went, though? Can I play it on my Quest 2? I don't know. I don't know anything. It just, I saw like a two minute trailer of it. I was like, oh, this is really interesting. And 
never there was heard a about it again. Where, there was a horror game because it can track your eye movement. Yeah, every, every time, time you, you blink, blink, the whole thing changed. Oh, that one things cool. would move around you, which was like, that's an interesting idea, right? I, I didn't really ever see anyone talk about it since then. So uh, Bulletstorm just came out, and that's basically the entirety of Bulletstorm, but in VR, which is okay. I mean, I like Bulletstorm, so that's fine. But I need the like the killer IP or the big game, and I just I don't see Sony doing it. And it's yeah, Behemoth very is weird. Uh, limited to PSVR for a while, but will come out later on others okay. i just i don't see the, the movement from okay I, yeah, I don't see the movement from sony and it's a little little concerning i'll admit a little concerning how much did you pay for that headset i was six hundred dollars oh cool well it was 550 for the headset and then i also had to get horizon call of the mountain because it's the okay. one game we've gotten from sony that's the only game that they've so released the best experience i've had in this headset was with gran turismo and that was just a free update i already had gran turismo so there was that. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, they spent that whole two years. There was year a kayaking game to too. It. Yeah. You, Nate was like, you gotta check this out. It's kai so you just kayak around, which is fine. Until you hit the invisible wall. Uh, you can't make so it. So what I think was there's a ship out there that's that's like a sunken ship. And I'm like, you know what? There's something cool out there. So I go to the sunken ship, which by the way, you have to paddle. So I'm in I just you gotta picture me in the middle of this room with like the <laughs> i'm gonna get there and eventually you just run into a wall and it pushes you back so i never got to the sunken ship you know what i play with the psvr2 right now tetris effect it's a good game sounds rad but you know what tetris effect looks sick on the switch oled oh my god it looks so good on the switch OLED. i will say that with psvr2 it's pretty cool because when you complete a board because you see it in like kind of like 3D space, right? When you complete a board, it pushes all the pieces past you and stuff, and it has like the haptics around your head. That's it's it's weird to me that that's like the best experience that in Gran Turismo. It's Tetris and driving, like that's it. So I don't know what the future of PSVR two looks like. It doesn't look good right now. That's all I know. So they should just put out games. I feel like it could do better if they were just like. That sounds like a games. good concept, huh? Yeah. Here's <laughs> my concern about that, Josie. <laughs> They need to put games out. I'm really worried they're gonna put Team Asobi on it. And I'm like, let them let them do Astro outside of VR. But they're probably gonna do mm-hmm. a VR game, and that's gonna be their project for the last since the PS5 came out, last three or four years or whatever. John, get us Shout out. Shout out to all the PSVR two people out there <laughs> who bought in. Shout out to who bought in. Uh, last thing, MVG Suicide Squad codes. Oh yeah. Oh Guess yeah. Guess when they're going out. No idea, because no when one the got game one. releases. It's <laughs> a good time. The game is coming out, and that's You're when they're sending confident. the code to, that, that's to what you, you said that your confidence, John. Super, help, up, super healthy. Super healthy. Yeah. What are you talking about? They want everybody to experience it at the same time because they're so confident. So they just that's 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 the reason why there's no review codes going out. I think they'll hold off the microtransaction be. shop till after the reviews then drop and then put it back in. That's the Activision. Is that the Activision? Or is, that's like is almost that? everyone at this point. Yeah, almost every, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So did they formally? Did they formally announced that they, they weren't sending out. They said they they said actively IGN's not even getting one, and then yeah, IGN they, put a statement out. Yeah, and then they yeah. So they the 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 I think the excuse was that they're not going to turn the servers on until day one. But we all played in the alpha, so I don't I don't know what they're I don't know what they're talking about with that. So yeah, I I feel like they know what's about to happen when people get this game. 
like reviewers. So if reviewers got it too early, I mean, I just I feel like they they know this game's starting out in a bad spot because we all played it. They lifted the embargo on the alpha build, thinking it was going to be positive, And then everyone just crushed it further because it's just. I can't believe Rocksteady did this for seven years. My gosh, are you serious? <laughs> like, uh. So they saw that destiny money, man. Back in the day, they saw that destiny money. Not back in the day, but back in, you know, whatever. They were like, oh, man, look at that. <laughs> we can do that. It'll just take us a decade. <laughs> it's kind of feel weird, right? It's like the idea that massive ships in the ocean, if they see like a large thing that they might hit on the horizon, that's already too late. Like, that's got to be the feeling for them working yeah. on this. It's just like, well, shit. <laughs> Let's, here we go. <laughs> yeah. some, of the, some of the game is good, like quality wise, in terms of cutscenes. The story seems interesting, but man, the gameplay is just. Yeah, no, I feel like I, it's boring very dude, fast. It looks high quality in terms of like, yeah, like the cutscenes and like the effects and like the shooting. All that seems like. I think there's going to be people that do enjoy it, you know? But just like, it's the structure that just kind of kind of kills it, you know? Well, like, look out. Do you for... want to play as Joker grinding with the umbrella? I mean, I'm not sure if I want to play as Joker grinding with an umbrella and Harley Quinn with the, you know, swinging around like Spider Man almost. Like, I'm just not sure if that's what people wanted with those characters, you know? Yeah, well, look out for the Suicide Squad. And Joker looks kind of looks trash too in, in that this... one. Kind of the That's new right. Joker. They also have early access. By the way, they have early access this uh, this week as well, ahead of release. And I think what's going to happen are different outlets are just going to buy in and do early access. So they're going to get in early access to play the game before review codes. Got to get their sales out. somehow. So, this sounds like a bad. <laughs> I would wait for reviews for this game. Everyone out there who's listening, <laughs> I would wait see how it goes. Question: <sighs> Wait, when does this game release? Next week. Question is it next week? it's uh it's this week coming this week coming up it'll be out i believe it releases on the second for friday uh but then it comes out two three days early with the big digital deluxe hundred some odd dollar version if they're anticipating it to not be reviewed well um something fun to do is keep an eye out for the accolades uh like marketing that's after because uh that's really fun to read the cherry picks oh right where they grab a sentence of like yeah, it'll be like wonderful. The, and it was like I had the, the most, most fun until the story began or something. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> had the most fun. So um if it's gonna be that colossal uh disappointment, I'm I'm curious what they're gonna do with that. I got this game. This in, was certainly I got a this game. game high sixties, low seventies territory. Metacritic wise. Seventy would be a dub at this point, honestly. Yeah, I'm thinking it's I I think the story and the cinematics, that stuff will will get that would, it, like that. To be honest, that, that that'd be a dub. If it got in the in the low seventies, that would be a positive thing based on what people have said so far. So I'm hoping for the team just because I actually love Rocksteady, you know, um and I'm hoping this doesn't crush them and we see more layoffs and we see more problems. So I'm hoping this isn't turning out like towards nobody gets the game at all, you know? The founders at Rocksteady did leave and go make a new studio and they actually took like old Rocksteady developers with them. So they've mm -hmm. they formed a new studio. So we'll see what they come up with in like four or five years. Uh, let me go through some of the super chats here to finish up. Casual Noob Gamer says somebody going to be sleeping on the live action couch. Silver Strike says thoughts on the Silent Hill 2 remake. Think they will do three. Well, we still got to see the Silent Hill we'll 2 see. remake, don't we? We'll see how 2 turns out and how well it is received and how well it sells. Hey, that state of play is coming up, right? There you go. 
uh, getting stuff done says I'm closing on a house now and crying. And then a bunch of dollar signs. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I don't even want to say how much my down payment was. I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> Frank, <laughs> Frank says Chan chances of smash DLC on switch online expansion. Zero. No, yeah. no. One percent. One percent. Lude says you will own nothing and will be happy sooner or later. This is bound to happen. We are all just we are all living in it. Just look at EV cars manufacturers for starter. Shinru says non-gaming question. If you folks eat steaks, how do you cook or have it served? I'm cooking my medium rare to medium well. This seems like an MVG question. Uh, I like I like medium well. That's kind of where I like to sit. Okay. Sometimes I'll do a medium, depending on uh, you know how I'm feeling. But generally speaking, I'll uh, I'll do medium well on my steaks. You've got like the food channel going on over there sometimes on Twitter. So steaks are made. Steaks yeah, are when, made. I, when the summer kicks in, he's he's, he's dropping all the. Can't all the wait on to fire up the grill during springtime. <laughs> I'm so excited. John says, "I I think that at." One of the first games unveiled for the Switch 2 is going to be a remake of Ocarina of Time. That'd be oh, sick. Okay. Oh, I love that. It's not Jorge says. Y'all just <laughs> Wait, I saw it on a Nintendo Prime video. Yeah. Sure? <laughs> Pretty is. sure it's confirmed. Jorge says. When, rumors, when guys. Bandai... Don't believe, remember believability scale. You got to remember the rumor believability scale. Would Bandai bring over the netcode system from Tekken to Smash if they develop again? Like if they reboot? the series for smash i would 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 netcode be a, a focus then for moj if they rebooted smash nintendo doesn't um, give I, a shit I about definitely think, i think definitely think it would be part of it but smash plays so much different than tekken mm. in terms of like how it plays so i don't think it's like a copy and paste Nin uh, nintendo says celia when are we getting mina the howler soon <laughs> and um i don't know either uh it's still really deep in development uh once we get closer we'll start like making more noise about it but until then your guess is as good as mine but what we have so far is really awesome i can't wait <laughs> south coast says gundam seed freedom is out in japan and ha and it has 750 million yen on its second day of box office what is a series from the 2000s that would be a great revival What's a series from the 2007 that would be a good revival? Oh, from the 2000s. Something, something weird. You know all the weird animes. God, I want them to do a second season of Grimgar. That ended so well. Oh, see? And I go. just wanted to keep going. G-Man says, does John believe in the Xbox tax? Tell the truth. I do. No, I, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't believe in the Xbox tax. <laughs> I do. Do you believe in the Xbox tax, MVG? Yeah, whatever you, whatever you think Hellblade's going to get Metacritic, take five points off of that. 65. Whatever you, whatever you think, um, you know, Avowed's going to get, knock off another five to ten. I mean, it's definitely Xbox tax. In Maryland, it's like six or seven percent. I, I believe in I believe in the <laughs> Xbox tax, and it's doubly bad in California. The tax here is terrible. <laughs> terrible. It's true. We'll see with Indiana Jones. How about that? We'll see. You know how much state tax you get in in, in Nevada? Zero. Yeah, Man. I know. I know. I know. There it is. I'm thinking MBG. Yeah. <laughs> I'm planning my course. <laughs> hey, if the Niners get in, are you uh, coming down? Uh, 
Possibly. I'm still I'm still yeah, reeling from my house purchase. Cost. <laughs> I'm still reeling from my house purchase and my remodeling. So yeah, like I, I can I'm going on top ramen diet. So I mean I've been on the top ramen diet if I even eat. So let me uh let me go around here as we finish up. Celia, thanks for joining us tonight. Where can everyone find you? Um, yeah, sure. So for personal, um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Celia B with three E's and on Instagram, I'm kosher gamer and then work stuff. Um, I'm at yacht club games on everything. There you go. You got me and the howler coming up at some point. So it looks, it looks good. Yeah, I know. It's, it's so good. Every time I get to check out the game or like the team shares, like what else we're working on. Like I get, I get so excited. So everyone please be patient. I should have asked this. Are you going to uh, are you guys going to too many games at all? So too many games. No, um, it oh, like if we were to, it would be me. But we'd have to have like a reason, like if we're like doing a panel or we're promoting. But too many games always lands on my birthday. So um, uh, I'm busy. Okay. <laughs> we're making we're making Sean go out this year. That's what I was asking. Oh, bummer. Is he going to go to PAX East? No, he's no. not going to go to PAX East. You know, it took us <laughs> I'm still like not convinced he's to going to too many games. games. I'm still not convinced. No, he has to. He has to. He has to. Yeah, he's he's locked in at this point. We're going to be there. He's going to call us and be like, guys, I just, I couldn't. <laughs> he has to now. He's locked in. He's locked in. But yeah, check, it. check out Celia. I got her link down below in the description. So let me go over to MVG. Where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and YouTube Modern Vintage Game. I have a video out today about the PlayStation 5 jailbreak scene that's going on right now, which is interesting. Um, I'll have another video out next week. I'm not sure what day it is, but it will be out next week. And thank you for having me on, as always. Yeah, I saw the PS5 jailbreak. Interesting. Interesting stuff over there. Hmm. The, the break out the PS5 from the closet that got stored away day one. Mm-hmm. I mean, let me go over to uh, Josie. Where can I find you? Find me on YouTube uh, at Josie Woe. I uh, took a little bit of a break, but I will be back February 1st. I have some banger videos. So thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, check out Josie. She's uh, she's she's working her way up the the subs there on her channel. Mm -hmm. Trying to get oh. to what's the, what's the goal? What's the goal for this year? What's the goal for 2024, Josie? For, I don't for know. 20, 20K maybe? That'd be cool. Well, domination. You want to get yeah, that LA, you want to move over. into the LA create a mansion. <laughs> oh, the high pass. Yeah. Okay. That's what you want to do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 20, Liam, 20, John, cool. John Liam one is saying, tell John if you got Streamlabs. I do. I have it right here. Streamlabs. Yeah. I was going to go to that next. It's from Liam. It says, do you guys think we're still going to get Twilight Princess and Wind Waker at this point? No. 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 I do. On the Switch, too. Nope. I, I, I think it's on. The, I think it's on the current switch. And I think it's going to be like that Luigi's Mansion situation where they, where they showed that for the 3DS. And everyone's like, "Why?" Uh, no, I I, I kind of feel like we'll see that collection on the Switch. I maybe then the direct coming up in a couple weeks. So fits into the remaster. Wait, is the direct coming up in a couple of weeks? Is there? You, That's you what Nate's talking about. I don't know. Mm. Maybe Nate's being real cheeky about it, but I'm pretty sure you can see that on the Game and Talk podcast. Oh, okay. There it is. See, you follow up from here and go to there. There you go. Mm -hmm. I think there was like an after show you guys talked about it too. Mm -hmm. Man, Patreon. Crazy over there. Crazy over there. <laughs> Check it what out. About, uh, what about what about OJ? Where can I find you? 
Yeah, find me right here on YouTube. I stream a lot and talk about RPG games and Nintendo games. So if you're into stuff like Grand Blue Fantasy, you got a stuff that I'm doing on that Persona 3 Reload That's as well. Final one Fan- coming up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Grand Blue Fantasy. It's freaking awesome. I played good. the demo. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, so I'll be uh, covering that. So if you're into RPGs, um, I do a lot of collection videos too, like switch top lists and stuff like that. And like, but I stream pretty much every day. We have a lot of cool interactive streams. So yeah, just check me out. Um, Player Essence on YouTube here. So thanks for having me on, John. I appreciate it. When is that Grand Blue game out? I feel it's like out, I looked at it. So, and it's realized. out Sunday. <laughs> It's out Sunday for, or no, no, it's out. Well, you'll be able to get it Sunday. If you have the pre-order, I think it's the 29th in like, so tomorrow's Sunday. Yeah, no, that's the 28th. So it'll be out like the 28th slash 29th, depending on like where you live or whatever, like unlock like midnight or whatever. So it'll be out then. So you can check out, I'll, I'll be doing some Grand Blue Fantasy stuff, probably streaming it. Um, this game took like seven years to make. Like it was like a whole thing to make this game and it, it shows i mean it's a ps4 oh, game good yeah that they ported over to ps5 but it's still super clean um it's coming to pc too so ps4 ps5 and pc um so yeah i'm looking forward to checking it out so i'll have stuff on that and more rpg stuff and more nintendo stuff evan camera find you uh, you can find me over at camera project on youtube or pretty much anywhere uh, we usually talk about tabletop games hang out sometimes we stream during the weeks mondays thursdays fridays and just talk random crap Hey, your tabletop time. channel's on the move too, right? Yeah, working our way towards 5,000 subscribers. It's fun. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. Check out Evan. Yeah, definitely, definitely good stuff. Uh, then Emery Benson says what the Switch successor really needs is a new Star Fox and F-Zero. New Star Not Fox wrong. would be awesome. Not mm-hmm. wrong. I like both uh, of those. See, got everything in Streamlabs. We're good there. Yep, okay. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I don't think there's an after show because Sean is watching the Royal Rumble. So I guess he'll be back next week for something... Uh, with an after show there. But thanks everyone for joining us for Spawncast. We'll be back next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you guys then.